Three rows of horror podcast. It's December 2021. This is going to be the last one for the year. Mike here with Fuck Big Sal. It's an excellent day for Krampus stories. And Sam, and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, folks. Sal's all... got a demon in him. Yeah. <laughs> He's, Sal is the demon horror of Christmas. The, today's episode is all about Krampus. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some Krampus themed horror films. And uh, hope you enjoy. It's probably my favorite thing about Christmas these days since I can't stand the fucking holiday. Oh uh, Krampus <laughs> makes everything so much better on Christmas. Krampus is like Halloween in December. Yes, I know. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Ever since I found out about it, it's been my second favorite uh, <laughs> holiday yeah, now. Right. It makes everything so, so much better. You know what I've been walking around saying is... Right. <laughs> Tanker! Yeah, I've been banging Thrasher. So what? So what? You two guys are saying is, if you're bad little kids, you motherfuckers better watch out for Krampus. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna go into full detail on the the history and the background in case you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Krampus, yeah. Sam, take it away. I've been deep in some Krampus research. Uh, all type of uh, folklore this week. I've been eating lots of German food, oh, schnitzels yeah. and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, Bavarian pretzels. <laughs> I've been doing it up American style over here. Schnitzel. <laughs> I've, been, I've been spinning my flax so Perkta doesn't come and uh, eat me up. <laughs> so uh, let's get started with a little uh, history of Krampus. Uh, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic figure in Central and Eastern Alpine folklore who, during the Christmas season, scares children who have misbehaved. Um, assisting St. Nicholas, the pair work as a team visiting children on the night of December 5th, also known as Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht. Yes, meaning Krampus night, uh, with St. Nicholas rewarding the good children while Krampus punishes the naughty ones. Punish the wicked. I, I, I'm still stuck on this anthropomorphic figure thing. What, 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 who Sound the fuck out, made that Sal. word? Sound it out. Anthropomorphic. That sounds like... Um, I don't know what it means either. I got no idea what to say. It means like uh, an animal, like uh, assigning human qualities to an animal. Okay. I had a cousin like that. So he walks on to kids, and now we're learning. It's bipedal. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Mike has strong ESP. That sounds That's like right. something you do to a kid. <laughs> he, can, he can start fire with his mind. Bipedal. Two legs. Two legs. Bipedal. Ouch. Bipedal. Like, like that, Sasquatch or the dog man. That bi <laughs> bipedal. That means you'll fuck anything? <laughs> that almost sounds as bad as my tree eyed monkey. <laughs> wow. 
All right. Well, uh, <laughs> well, the origin of Krampus is mostly unknown, um, but most anthropologists agree that the tradition is pre-Christian, going back to pagan mythology. Um, one authority on the subject believes that Krampus goes as far back as the Wiccan deity of the horned god of the witches. Um, other anthropologists believe that Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural who was assimilated from the Christian devil. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah, More Christian guilt and so, fear. So, 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 Mikey is is he a offspring of the devil? No, he is. He is the Christmas devil. He is. The, okay, so uh, there's a lot of different myths behind them all. There's a couple, you know, like uh, Krampus. They talk about him being the the shadow of uh, Father Christmas. Okay, there's a bunch of. We'll get into a lot. Very, of okay. very okay. German, very Austrian, very German, very Austrian. Okay, yeah. Say actually has its roots a lot of like we're saying here. Um, pretty much like our knowledge of the pre-Christian pagan pantheon of Europe is uh, pretty fuzzy, considering that the Druids of Europe didn't write anything down. Um, and their places of worship and symbols and rites were often taken over and assimilated into Christian tradition in the missionaries' attempt to wipe pagan traditions out entirely. So Krampus and the Horn God in general are a good example of this phenomenon. So they were like, say, pagan deities, stuff like that, like we were saying, witches. And then as the uh, the Christians started, you know, taking over Europe and everything, they pushed out some of these old deities and like kind of, you know, assimilated them into Christian traditions. Like they associated them with the devil and he became, you know, that's how he got horns and stuff like that. You can't hide Krampus. Can't. No. That's even what happened um, with the, like the Roman church. Like after Krampus got big as Krampus, they shut him down for a long time because they didn't want people celebrating Christmas as the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, according to historians, um, horned devils first began to appear in medieval plays around the 11th century. It's about the same time that uh, St. Nicholas started to show up in mythology, too. So this would have been um, adopted into the narrative of Christianity in an, in, an, in an attempt to use symbols that the native people were familiar with, basically. And over time, the deities that Krampus originated from were corrupted into the mischievous, child-terrorizing ghoul we see today. Ghoul. <laughs> Krampus is a ghoul. Oh, I thought oh, I thought Santa was a ghoul. He is kind of. <laughs> They're all ghouls, fat bastard. <laughs> I mean, you take that guy, and it's always been a, a tale of if you're if you're naughty or nice, you know, and you don't get a gift if you're naughty. What kind of attitude is that? If the kids been bad, the kids been bad. Have you, you seen know, some you of these have little to, shitheads you know, on Maury? I, yeah, I do, but you know, they I, just I mean, are coal. Yeah, you, you, Stop it! Even the worst. <laughs> Murray, yeah. let me tell you Don't you Murray. guys watch Boys Town? There's no such thing as a bad boy. I mean, you know, Boys maybe the guy Town. had a bad life. You know, so he what was. What the fuck is Boys Town? So, <laughs> so, 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 I've been to Boys Town. So it, I bet you have. So you've been hanging out in Boys Town. <laughs> Sounds like you know how they say. You know what they say down in Boys Town, right? Yeah, yeah they say go go to Blue Oyster on Twenty Fourth and Fifth Avenue. <laughs> No, the point I'm making is Santa's. He's kind of a he's kind of a, a, a hypocrite. You know, he's he's supposed to be a jolly and nice and all that. And next, you know, if you're a little bad, so what? You know, so so what if you throw rocks at windows or you look read Playboy books? Well, then or whatever? you get visited by Krampus. Yeah, I'd rather get visited by Krampus because he's a cool motherfucker. Krampus, it seems like you can listen to some black metal with him. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cool. Dude. Get high. Some Dark Throne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at naughty chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like I was saying, if you guys ever have a chance to go to like a Krampus parade or a Krampus knocked party, 
go. I'd be. Do they have them anywhere yeah. around here? The, the Brower House in Lombard. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Mike, awesome. yep. Mike, does that cause a little issues with some people? Because you know there's always some asshole that's going to go against it and say, you know, you're going against God, you're going against the children. Is, is, is there ever been times where these assholes I'm do some sure. stupid shit? I'm sure. Everybody has the right to. Yeah, everybody has the right to do what they want yeah. to. I mean, why not? It's a new way you to know. celebrate the holiday. Like if it was me, I, I I think everybody would have a goat and a monkey. For Christmas? Yeah. It's an excellent gift. That's a uh that's an uh, <laughs> 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 That's a I was gonna say an accident waiting to happen. Everybody gets a What if you have four people in a house and they get four monkeys and four goats? It's <laughs> a lot of extra shit to clean up today. Oh god. A lot of extra food too. Those monkeys are gonna be fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> zookeeper, zookeeper, those monkeys are killing each other. No. They're having sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Well, uh, although Krampus appears in many variations, uh, most shares some common physical characteristics. He's a mythological beast that is half demon and half goat, hairy, usually brown or black, and has the cloven hooves and horns of a goat. Um, he has long, uh, pointed tongue that lows out, and he has fangs. So he's uh, characteristically similar to some creatures in Greek mythology. Um, the harshness of its appearance is fitting, as the Krampus comes from the German word krampen, which means claw. Mm. Wait a minute, I'm brown. Uh -huh. I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, but you don't got horns. <laughs> yes, I do. Feel my coconut. <laughs> or hooves. <laughs> so you, uh, haven't, you haven't seen my baby toe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the toenails, like, what, they got oh, that wooden? <laughs> got them George Washington I, toenails? I, 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 I would take a sander out. I, 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 was, dumb so, dumber I was so cheap the other day. I'm like, maybe I'll save myself a couple bucks and cut my own toenails. Man, one flung and broke the TV. <laughs> and another one flew out the window, hit the neighbor across the street. That's some going on. So Krampus also carries uh, chains with him, uh, thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the chains for dramatic effect, and the chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes, such as cowbells on his waist. Um, of the more pagan origins are, is the rootin, uh, which is bundles of birch branches that Kramp Krampus carries with uh, which he occasionally beats the children with. Uh, the Rootin... <laughs> oh, yeah. Those kids get an ass kicking. Uh, Rootin may have had a significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites, and the birch branches were replaced with a whip in some representations of oh, yeah. Krampus. You know who often gets confused with Krampus? Have you seen... You've seen The Office. Uh, yeah. No yeah. one Dwight dressed up as Belschnickel? Belschnickel. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know Belschnickel. Oh, yeah. He's another, like, ger German-Austrian, like, uh, Christmas devil kind of character. <laughs> what if, maybe, what? I, maybe I did hear about him a little bit. Belschnickel. What, Belschnickel. What, what is it about chains that scare people? Because usually sometimes I dream that I'm all chained up. And, and, and you know, because <laughs> because I'm a big guy and that's and they figure, it was a big guy, chain him, chain him. And, and, and when I wake up after a dream like that, it's like, what the fuck? I'm serious. What are you laughing at? That's true story. You have like, it's like Amistad fantasies? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it all has to come down to that. I always wanted to be a gorilla. <laughs> come on. Oh like they stole you and took you yeah. back. To... Again, that's an Amistad fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> you better put that brown dude in a cage. <laughs> 
So, um, by the way, sometimes Krampus also appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. Um, this is to card off the evil children for drowning, eating, or transport to hell. Uh, some of the older versions also make mention of a na of naughty children being put in the bag and taken away, uh, which is a characteristic <laughs> that can also be found in other companions of St. Nicholas, such as Zawarte Piet, a.k.a. Black Peter. Oh, yeah. uh, we got a little more on him later on when we cover Saint. <laughs> He's the evil elf. <laughs> See, you know what? You know what? This strikes me so funny. I, You know what I would do if I was a Krampus dude? I would, I would, get, I would get my Friday the 13th play it on the video as I put the bad little kids in, the, in a sleeping bag and whipping the fuck out of them against a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Jason Voorhees. You could. There was uh, one legend like that I saw that said like I, when Krampus visits these children every night is like he'll visit with a bunch of other of these figures and <laughs> So Santa, like Saint Nick, will come into your house and he'll like ask you why, if you've been good all year. You have to perform like a play for the motherfucker and everything. Oh yeah. So then, like by the way, they, he leaves the door open so you could see this figure walking outside, like looming outside, and it's Krampus. And if you've been bad, then Krampus comes inside and fucks your ass. You know yep. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So so is Santa a prevert? Why not? Yeah, we covered this in the last episode. He's That's got a, illegal mean. spying he's, operations. He's a, he's, a, he's a prevert, Santa. Damn. Yeah, he's got bugs on all your phones. Wow, he's watching. Yeah, that's that's what's, don't do that, man. It doesn't matter. You could <laughs> you could put the tape over your webcam. Santa still knows. <laughs> and I just put two cameras out of my house. So if that fat motherfucker tries to get in my house, guess what? I'm gonna chain him. Uh, well, basically, Sal, I think this is kind of an answer to your question earlier. Basically, like what we're saying is Krampus is one seasonal variation in a long line of European folklore characters known as the Kinderschreck figure, which uh, literally means child terror figure. Um, these sorts of figures exist to frighten children into example, doing their chores or saying their prayers, making sure they, they behave themselves, basically. So they're a manifestation of old school style of parenting, basically that which elicits good behavior through fear rather than rewards. So, yep. so, so, if I was a Krampus dude and I found a lot of naughty kids doing some stupid shit, I could threaten them. Yeah, it's dude, basically you do more than threaten. It's basically how you tell kids, uh, like, be good or Santa's not coming this year. Yeah. Okay. So okay. this is so like, I can't hit them with my it's little on? kids. It's like yeah. for little, oh little little, little kids. Like yeah. oh okay okay. Like any any Krampus depiction you see, any like holiday card. Wait, how little are we talking? Like uh, anywhere from like probably like a toddler up to maybe ten years old. Oh, the ten year olds they need their asses kicked. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> but especially any, with them terrible twos. <laughs> yeah. But like when you see a picture of Krampus, like uh, the old like uh, gr like Christmas greeting card, he's got a sack full of kids like on his back, yep. or he's got a, a chain around their neck or something like that. See, there you go, dragging the them down. There you go. Yeah. But they put the little kids in a sack. Oh yeah, and then they throw them in a river, or they beat them with those sticks. They throw them in a river. Yeah, man. Not you know what I got. Drown them. Here's the thing. Learn, you're going to learn a lot about Krampus. Go on YouTube, folks. Look up Krampus Christmas. The band is called Actually Huizenga. H-U-I-Z-E-N-G-A, Huizenga. The song is called Krampus Christmas. And you're going to learn all about Krampus watching so, this video. So, you might so, be turned on, too. So would Santa be upset with me? Because I'm not a mean person, but if I seen like my, like my nephew over here throw a bunch of cats or bad kids in a bag and throw them in the water, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to laugh. It is funny. <laughs> it is funny. Maybe oh, yeah. Krampus is just throwing them into the water to see if they're uh, witches, uh, see if they float. Yeah, because all you hear is, Who's going to run over the funny? I would aim for the rocks on the bottom of the water. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
All right, well, moving on to our first uh, movie here. What do you guys think of Saints? I Have you seen this one? I haven't seen it. I think it's Swedish, maybe? Um, actually, it's Finnish. Finnish, okay. Yeah, the title of the film, uh, it, it's Sint, really, which means saint in English. Uh, it may seem vague and oddly nonspecific for non-Dutch audiences, but Saint Nicholas is often referred to simply as de Sint, or the saint in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dutch. I'm sorry, Dutch, this one is. So is this subtitled? Um, uh, yeah, but you can yeah. watch it in English too. Okay, because you guys know how I feel about that. That was the only way I could watch this one. I usually watch things with, uh, you know, subtitles or whatever. But this one, I could only get it on uh, Amazon Prime. Couldn't find it anywhere else in English. Gotcha. Yeah. It was dubbed. It's dubbed in. Dubbed. So the plot for Saint is that Saint Nicholas is not the good-hearted children's friend as people think he is. In reality, is a cruel, bloodthirsty bishop who, whenever there's a full moon on December fifth or Krampusnacht, uh, he will try to slaughter as many children as possible. The film starts off following St. Nicholas, who is a fallen bishop out of grace, traveling in the Middle Ages with his gang of robbers and thieves throughout the countryside, raping, plundering, and killing. I'm sorry, and killing. (laughs) When the villagers take the law into their own hands and murder the bloodthirsty bishop and his thugs by setting their ship on fire, uh, St. Nicholas vows revenge. Well... As if the villagers are the assholes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that? Krampus? Krampus? What? Krampus knock. That sounds like something that would give you the shits. What is that? Krampus night. Oh. Krampus night. Okay, knocked. I feel you. I don't think you really listen when I do the intros no, here. No, do you? you know what? No, no, I, no in I one ear, out the other. No, no. It's not that I don't listen. It's I'm just, playing with it's you. It's just some of the words, you know, kind of fuck with my brain, but my, my coconut. Oh, I got a lot of fucked up words for you here today. <laughs> Yeah. Lots of Finnish words, lots of German words, lots of Krampusnacht. St. Nicholas. I'll. Oh, my God. That's an edit for sure. Yeah. You're going to hear laughter and then just a pause and then laughter again. Just give him the X. Give him the X. I don't know. It it's, I'll, I'll post. Let it so, stay. St. Nicholas in this movie looks like the Pope or uh, for metal fans, he looks like Papa Emeritus from Ghost. He's got the pointy hat. Holy shit. He's got the big staff with the big curly Q on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that staff is fucking cool. I want a staff. <laughs> so is that the same staff that that uh, Santa has in 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 the Krampus movies? In the Christmas Horror Story, it's actually the yeah. same staff. Fu- I noticed by the he way, he fucked up the mouths with that thing. Hell he yeah. fucked them up, dude. <laughs> I was laughing. It looks my ass cooler off. than Gandalf's staff. I'll tell you, but did yeah. you know? Did you see a horror story, Mikey? No, I didn't did, see that one. You should see it because Mrs. Claus. Wow. Oh yeah, she wow. a smoke show. Yeah, oh, Martha. Hell yeah. I was telling Sammy, I was hoping the elves would you know get a little something something going with her. Oh boy. Might have been a bit a lot of talk about gang banging on the, of the, of Miss, Mrs. Claus you know, on these episodes. I don't, I don't think I feel comfortable sitting next to Cell anymore. Hey, Mrs. Claus, make me a little hot chocolate. We're going to switch seats now. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, don't laugh because she was the one that got me dreaming of the snake wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> snake wearing a leather jacket. Oh, my God. All right. Well, there's a great deal of debate about uh, whether St. Nicholas was an actual historical person. Um, He supposedly lived from uh, 270 to 343 A.D. in Mira, a town in modern-day Turkey. There's also debate on how much of his mythos is based on historical facts and how much was later embellishments since it was mostly written centuries later. Um, While it's certainly far-fetched to imagine him as a criminal leader of a band of undead kidnappers, there are certain parallels to the actual St. Nicholas stories. So um, allegedly, uh, Nicholas supposedly being arrested for losing his temper and assaulting a man. Um, He also defended generals whose army ransacked villages to the emperor, later claiming they didn't know what they were doing when they were raping and pillaging. Uh, It was also a misinterpretation of of paintings of the following quote-unquote miracle 
that led people to think Nicholas was the patron saint of children. So get this. He um, supposedly brought back three children who had been murdered and pickled by a butcher back to life. <laughs> he was going to sell the pickled meat as ham, by the way. That's a weird. There's a Yummy. lot of weird stories back then. So Nicholas also supposedly performed several miracles involving sailors, boats, and the weather, including stopping a storm by scolding it. Mm. Yeah. So weird. Um, by the way, the man also believed to be St. Nicholas, whose bones are now located in Bari, um, was disfigured with a badly broken nose. Um, they think that he was probably supposedly tortured in his lifetime. And also the bones to this day release a liquid that has been collected every year that supposedly smells of roses. Where's this, Where's Bari? Um, Europe. Okay. Somewhere. All Maybe right. Turkey. I think it's in Turkey. Uh, could you could you guys could you still guys imagine them arresting Santa nowadays? Hey player, that's my deals and there ain't no light in the back of my sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> Why Santa Black? <laughs> Why not? That's Detroit Santa. If they, if they arrested Santa, he's probably the guy standing in front of like the jewel with the the bell collecting for like uh Salvation Army or something. <laughs> yeah, he's more could like you, uh, the Sticky Bandits. Yeah, sticky <laughs> bandits yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the cops nowadays tasting Santa and beating the shit out of him? Hey, man, that's why I just had a cookie. Oh, <laughs> no, he's like you know what? Uh, the the Santa from Friday After Next yeah. is that the one? Oh, where he's <laughs> Dude, that's one of the worst sequels. That is so bad. I love the original that the, that, Friday. Oh no, that's not the first one with Cat where, Williams, where did, but he's did, funny in there. Where did he, where did he have a shirt? What's a day day? I want to be a day day. <laughs> Santa would be so cool getting his ass kicked right now. <laughs> oh, don't kick me in the stomach. <laughs> oh man, so it may be confusing uh, for viewers outside of the Netherlands, uh, but Saint Nicholas Eve on December fifth is actually the major gifting holiday instead of Christmas or Christmas Eve. Um, December sixth is Saint Nicholas's name day, and some families wait until the morning of the 6th to exchange gifts, uh, much like how some families in English-speaking countries do their gift exchanges on Christmas Eve and others on Christmas morning. Yeah. So, yeah, Dutch, it's already been and gone we, for Well, them. I mean, my my family would always celebrate St. Nicholas Day. There'd be, like, dimes and quarters in my shoes. That's That was what my mom did on St. Nicholas Day. I never heard Day. of that one. <laughs> yeah, she put, like, like candy or, like, coins in, in my shoes. I thought those were just corns. Yeah. That's I mean that's an old school tradition. <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of candies did she put in there? Chocolates, I guess. Nice, like little gold coins. Yeah, or chocolate coins. Fuck yeah! Remember those? Yeah, they still make those. Yeah, maybe it was a Polish thing. I just don't like those those candies that look like the cones that you put down when there's or the caution cones. You know those? those <laughs> no, like, yeah. I hate those fucking things. candy cones. My, my my parents used to get those because they know I wouldn't eat them because I was a little fat kid. And they go, we'll, we'll take care of this motherfucker. We'll throw those in addition. We'll never eat, never eat them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in uh, in Saint here, uh, the Dutch Cinder Claus, which is uh, which inspired much of our modern Santa Claus myth in English speaking countries, does in fact ride a light gray horse over rooftops, much like how American children leave out carrots for the reindeer. Dutch children leave out carrots, sugar cubes, or hay for Sinterklaas's horse. Sinterklaas. Yeah. In exchange, uh, Dutch children find toys and candy in their shoes, much like how American children like Mike get these gifts in their stockings. Is this guy shooting yeah. at Santa? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watching Insane. Yeah, there's an awesome film. It's, it's actually not bad CGI for right. this kind for of a, movie. For a Dutch film. <laughs> oh, Freaky deaky Dutch. He's shooting Santa. <laughs> And, you know, one of these cops, he shoots the horse in the neck. Oh. Yeah, Santa's horse, he falls into a gay couple's house. 
And then even better is like the floor collapses under the weight of the horse and the horse falls out onto the street <laughs> right onto the cop car. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it just for that. You know what? It's it's, it's awesome though, because he's like he's uh, the horse is also a zombie, so he comes, he just gets back up and walks right back off. Yeah, but see, if I wrote that movie, the horse would land on the cop car, and you'd see the back of the horse's ass, and he'd be shitting all over it. Jesus Christ! Why would he be shitting? Just because? Just because he hit the roof of the cop's car. And isn't it? No, you missed it. In in the previous scene, he's eaten way too many carrots and sugar cubes. Well, see, there you go. That's what makes him shit. Isn't it? Is it in the Bible where they they talk about uh, uh the stranger rode a pale white horse and his name was Death? Isn't that from yeah? The that's the Bible. Yeah. Oh, oh I thought no, was, no, I thought that was a Lone Ranger. I was gonna say I think that's Johnny Cash. Silver. Hey, hey Mike. In that song Hi-ho, from Silver. Dawn of the Dead. Hey, hey Mike. You you know when that horse landed on the car? You know what the cop said to the horse? Uh. What's with the long face? <laughs> Wilbur. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. That was a little horse humor. Let's just say, no, Mike, that's the line from the Johnny Cash song, When the Man Comes Around. (laughs) Love me some cash. That's an awesome oh. fucking song too. My favorite is one that's in Dawn of the Dead. They play that in the beginning yeah, over the yeah, title credits. Yeah, yeah. But the horse falling to the gay couple. <laughs> <laughs> and the gay couple don't even look pissed off. Yeah. They just go back they, to eating their little sugar their, cookies. Uh, yeah, their yeah. little crackers or whatever. Oh what no, watch, watch when the horse falls on the cop car. I would have it shit. All I knew over you would love this part. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, oh man. So Sammy, we... Sammy, do your gay horse. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think of what a gay horse would sound like. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so oh. in the movie, by the way, the character Lisa talks about needing to write poems. Um, this is a Dutch tradition wherein each gift comes with a humorous poem that typically gently makes fun of the recipient. An alternative to this practice, especially for parents who have young children, is that Zwart Piet left a bag of toys hidden with a note that contains clues for the children to find him. And um, by the way, we're saying Zwart Piet in this movie. Um, well, not in this movie, but he's also known as Black Peter. Black Peter. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> he's an evil elf. Is that not the most racist thing? They got white guys and black faces? <laughs> yeah, he he looks like the, uh, like the basic minstrel character. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> If you don't know what a minstrel is, he's basically like a like an entertainment that has <laughs> that's in blackface. Yeah, hey, wait, a Al Jolson. wait a minute, is that guy smoking a fatty? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's because they they basically did uh, like comic routines based on stereotypical depictions of black Americans. Yeah, because they thought they were smoking reefer, as it was called. Reefers. Reefer. Oh man, in this time period, I would have loved to hang out with black people. They got jazz music, reefers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do white people? They got. Oh, that hurt. I want, I want some. <laughs> hey, Sam, pass me that fatty. I'm like, I'm like ooh, <laughs> I'll hang out with black people any, any time period, dude. <laughs> All right, so the naughty children, as the Sinterklaas story goes, get Zawarte Piet, a dark-skinned figure who follows Sinterklaas around on his trips. Uh, black Peter helps Sinterklaas wrap up presents and get things done. But Black Peter also punishes children who have misbehaved. 
Uh, many Dutch people dress up as Black Peter to celebrate the holiday by donning a curly wig, big gold earrings, red lips, and blackface. Um, a very popular popular explanation about his color is that the blackness stems from the figure's passage down the chimney, uh, since he comes down the chimney to deliver presents, and is bl- and he's black because of the suit. <laughs> Soot. It's not a race thing. It's a Soot. dirty thing. It yeah. a it's a cleanliness thing. thing. It's a race thing. So Santa's a racist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Black Peter. You overweight, fat, racist piece of shit. <laughs> you talking gonna, about Santa Claus? I'm gonna talk about Santa. I'm gonna donkey punch that fat asshole. <laughs> Speaking of Reaper, I think Sal smoked a little. <laughs> before we started. Oh boy. Oh, Soot. 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 Yeah. That's such soot. a cool. Isn't that a cool word? Soot. Soot. I, I'm gonna soot you. No. It doesn't work in that text. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put my foot in your soot. Foot in the soot. That would be a great name. I'd be. I'd be like a Marvel guy. What? Do, what's your name? Soot. <laughs> it sounds like a red form and comeback. But I just said like my foot and your soot. <laughs> <laughs> so what I think the coolest scenes in this movie is when. Um, Saint Nick, he beheads this, uh, it's like a SWAT member, this dude. This is fucking awesome. He just, like, wraps his staff around this dude's head, and then he swings it around. Like, it swings all the way around this dude's neck. You can see his eyes blinking before that. It's some cool, uh, uh cool animatronics, I think, in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this Saint Nick is one ugly motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he took a predator lane. Right. I like that. Yeah. So that's Saint Mike. Uh, I got it. Anything I, else? I enjoyed this one a lot. I enjoy European horror films. This one's uh, Dutch from the Netherlands. But the next one we're going to move on. We're going to Scandinavia. It's a Finnish film Ooh. called Rare Exports. So, so, so wait a minute. Is, is Dutch like the same kid that put his finger in the well? I mean the the, the, the Dutch boy, the dike. Yeah. It's like the little the little paint boy, <laughs> little painter. Get it, get it. The Dutch guy. The Dutch guy puts his horn. Oh, well, we got it. Get it. <laughs> we got it. All right. yeah. <laughs> That was for you, Nikki D. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Rare Exports. We're talking about the, the movie. Um, that's from uh, 2010. Um, a little before, we were talking about at lunch. Um, you guys seen the, uh, the those two shorts that were there? You haven't seen them? No. Didn't see that. The two shorts are really fun. They're both on YouTube. I suggest, yeah, go watch those. Those are, uh, they're like, the first one's like seven minutes. The second one's about 10 minutes or so. Um, in part one, uh, it's titled Rare Exports Incorporated 2013, I'm sorry, 2003, um, an elite trio of hunters venture into the woods and track and capture an essentially rare and dangerous prey for the Christmas season, Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great one, too. It's like it's got some funny voiceovers. So like, you know, these specialized hunters go out and they can smell the wind of Father Christmas. OK, OK. Are these three guys hillbilly boys? Uh, actually, in in Finland, they have their own version of like rednecks. From what I've been told, they're called loppies. Loppies? Yeah. yeah, that's what these guys kind of are. They're kind of before this, they were kind of uh, like reindeer herders. Okay, yeah, okay. In the movie, these guys are definitely inbreeders. You know what's, been, what's pretty cool is they're the, they're all the exact same people throughout the two the that's two shorts and the movie. Breeders. <laughs> what's wrong with me dating my sister? Nothing. <laughs> You know what's interesting? If you listen to what like, was in that cheeseburger you ate today? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? You know what's a really cool but yet strange sounding language. Listen, listen to like a Finnish person talk. Their the whole language sounds like something you've never even heard before. It's fun. It's a, a, a gluten fob and a this <laughs> 
No, the like, it's more like it's 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 real interesting sounding. Yeah, I don't know that one. So it's more like putting it pain in the ass Joan Rivers' voice and fast forward. Is that what it is? It's like when you play a record backwards. So in part two, by the way, um, the short part two, um, the sequel is named "Rare Exports to Your Official Safety Instructions 2005." Uh, we're shown more training techniques and the horrendous results of abusing Father Christmas. So um, I know you guys haven't seen this, but one uh, I'm just going to show you a couple clips real quick. They're uh, kind of doing these training techniques, and one of them is that you shouldn't smoke around Father Christmas. Anyone smoking near Father Christmas is putting himself in mortal danger. Father Christmases have been seen tearing the lungs out of stupid smokers. The strong aroma of fresh gingerbread biscuits may stop the attack, hmm. but this form of bribery won't work forever, and you may lose a finger or two. <laughs> so that clip kind of carries over to the movie, too, where the guy he goes to give Santa the gingerbread cookies uh-huh. and he, snatch, he, he snatches his fingers off of him. <laughs> so probably the more funny of the two that I like is um, don't drink alcohol around Father Christmas. If you really want to make Father Christmas furious... Try cursing and heavy drinking. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. Is this just versions of taunting Saint Nick? It's training videos. Yeah, well, rare exports. They're basically like training these Santa. They basically they're hurting. Uh, wild Father Christmases and pulling them in to make them like Santas that they could send out to the world. Okay, but why is <laughs> but why is Santa in that suit that makes you itch? Why is he in a onesie? Because they're trained. He's not a Santa. It's cold yet. and yeah. thin. Yeah. <laughs> so by the way, on that one, yeah, Santa's just breaking out of uh, a, a container that he's contained in. Because oh, you know what, my onesie would be consistent of Mikey. Shit. Uh, the, no, the flap on the back would have a picture of a little monkey on it. <laughs> Holding you, his nose. You open up the flap yeah. for your poop shoot. Yeah, and a little monkey be at it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man. So there's also a, a tender moment at the end of the short um, where a young boy named Pietari accompanies his father on a hunt and is essentially used as bait in order for his father to blow a rabid Father Christmas's brains out. Um, this earns him respect, and at the age of uh, no older than five or six, he is gifted his own very own smoking pipe as he is now officially a man in Finland. Wait, he's used a little kid as bait? Yeah, he used them to lure Father Christmas in, and then they blow his brains out because he went crazy. <laughs> I just like that they give him a pipe. Yeah. However, it has been an important day for handing down an ancient tradition. For the boy has become a man, a hunter, like his father. <laughs> yeah. That's just a nice one. I like that. So in the movie, um, Rare uh, Exports, A Christmas Tale, all the same people are in it, like we said, including that young little boy. I'll tell you what, this kid, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about some Finnish people. They almost look Asian. And this kid here, he's very, he's got a very androgynous look. He, almost, he looks like a little girl. Yeah, almost like Russian. Right. Kind of they have, yeah. But he's a little boy. <laughs> Sammy, could this you... kid, let me tell you something. This kid, he was in, I saw, it was an action film that came out a few years ago with Samuel L. Jackson. This kid? Sam L. Jackson plays... The president of the United States, and he gets stuck somewhere in Finland, and th- this kid is like helping him get to like the authorities and stuff. Yeah, it's a weird oh, movie. 
Samuel L. Jackson's kid. been in some weird ones. He has been. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to make a Santa movie, and I'm going to have my little grandson, Dominic, as this little boy, and he's going to kick Santa's fat ass. <laughs> what's, what's Dominic going to play? One of Krampus's minions? Black no, Peter. No, no. He's, Black he, Peter. Black Peter. He's gonna no, kick you him. can't do Black Peter he's anymore. Gonna kick, he's going to kick Santa's ass, man. <laughs> I saw a thing that said they, they recently did a survey to wonder if they wanted to ask people, is it still okay to do Black Peter? Basically, is it okay to go in blackface every year and i think like 71 percent of the population said no not <laughs> okay well, i would hey, i would it's not america it's it's the netherlands i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't dare put my grandson at risk at, at that kind of makeup but i would have him be a mean little motherfucker not only would he kick santa's ass not only would he beat the shit out of his reindeers but he'd go through his wallet and take his money <laughs> We could give him big giant horns, he's, maybe. He's definitely gonna get a yeah. visit from Krampus. Oh, my little grandson, we'll he's give the him best. Some, some little gold horns. He could look like Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you know, man, my grandson's brutal. He'll pop Santa Claus's eyes out. Oh, man, he will pop one of your testicles. They <laughs> Remember that big left hook in Silent Night, Deadly yeah. Night? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, in, uh, in Rare Exports, uh, the movie, um, on Christmas Eve in Finland, Santa Claus is unearthed in an, an archaeological dig, and soon after, children start disappearing, leading a boy named Pitari and his father to capture Santa, and with the help of fellow hunters, they look to sell him back to the corporation that sponsored the, gig, the dig. Uh, the British research team is taking, a dr is taking drill core samples on top of... Kova Tantori, meaning ear fell. Um, uh, fell, by the way, is like a mountain in Finnish. Yeah, it's the uh, the Finnish province of Lapland. Lappies. Yes, and this uh, fell is believed to be the home of the Julapuki, a uh, figure in Finnish folklore that helps shape modern-day versions of Santa Claus. So the um, Julapuki is the Finnish Santa, <laughs> a blend of the Nutapuki, and a modern Santa Claus, or the Coca-Cola Santa of Finland. So sometime in the late 19th century, um, he became a benevolent figure. Rather than demanding gifts, he began passing them out to children. And these days, uh, Julapuki visits homes to deliver gifts to children. Unlike the American Santa, he doesn't use the chimney. He rings the bell and enters politely through the door, asking the still-awake families, are there any well-behaved children here? Uh, he wears red robes and drives a sleigh pulled by reindeer who sadly don't fly. And he calls Coventatori Lapland home. Okay, if my name is Julapuki, I deserve to get my ass kicked. <laughs> well, that's the that's the language for him. <laughs> he sounds like a misfit toy from Star Wars. <laughs> What's your name, Julapuki? <laughs> well, the Julapuki is a lot a lot different than uh, the, the you know he's a clean cut Santa. Is a lot different than what they pull out what of the mountain there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that they pull out of the, that, that well, that they catch in their their trap, they kind of have like a pit in the ground for what catching they, wolves. What right. they give them their graham cracker? Uh, probably gingerbread cookie. A gingerbread cookie. The guy who gives them the gingerbread cookie, by the way, loses a finger, and he, I think Santa bites his ear off in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this uh, Santa looks like an uh, a corpse, basically. He, he actually looks like uh, the guy from Double's Rejects. <laughs> Otis. Otis. Yeah, actually, when um, Pietari, the uh, the little boy, comes into the uh, like the shed where they got him kept, he like he gets all excited, like his eyes light up. He gets evil. He starts to like you know. So they chain his ass up. See, there, there. you go again with the chains, Mikey. Mm -hmm. It's a big thing. It's the binding to the devil, basically. They say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, so um, by the way, they clean the Santa up to to sell him back to the corporation. But when they go to sell him back, the guy's like, the rich dude who owns the like the drilling corporation. By the way, he's like, this ain't fucking, this ain't Santa, man. You guys wait, don't know this shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> do you, wait do a you remember minute. this, Mike? <laughs> wait a yeah, minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. They're white slavering Santa. <laughs> yeah. They're rare exporting Santa. <laughs> so basically, what happens is they go to sell this uh, Sinterklaas, and they're like. That ain't the real Santa, motherfucker. What 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 turns out is they caught themselves an elf. You guys, you two guys know we're gonna get we're gonna get all kind of crap about this this episode. <laughs> White slaving Santa, come on. <laughs> so by the way, this is uh this is not the actual Krampus or Santa Claus. This is just an elves of them. Uh, we see uh, the the only time we see the uh, actual Krampus is he's kind of locked away in a block of ice. They don't actually show him for the whole movie. Oh come on, that's true. Yeah. But this is still an awesome movie. I still love it. It's great. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. So at the end, they're basically they basically take like all of Santa's elves and um pay, like clean them up. There's like a what do you call, like a Full Metal Jacket part where they got them all like lined up in the showers, just scrubbing them all down. It's like a prison scene. And then they uh yeah they're teaching them all like to be nice and have manners and stuff. Like they give them a little a little like a doll child or whatever. And the Santas like they start biting them at first, and they're like no. Don't bite the kids. Nope. <laughs> I'd like to be the guy watching over those little dudes. <laughs> Basically, they have to in the at the end of this move at the end of rare exports, they show that they gotta earn their Santa hats. You know yes. what I would do to earn for, for them to earn it? I would put them in a in a round circle and make them fight it out. What, well, what? I thought you were gonna say circle jerk. No, no. What, 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 do, you, what do you think, Mikey? Two little mid, two. Oh, I almost said midget. Two little midget dudes fighting. Could you? How cool would that be? I could watch that all night. Midget wrestling. We got it. Midget wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Micro brawlers. <laughs> Anything to wrap up rare exports on this one? No, this is this is a good one, folks. Uh, it's it's a different take on Christmas horror for sure. Uh, if if you can watch it with the subtitles, do it. It makes the movie much better. The Finnish language is. Pretty fun to listen to. Yeah, but Sam, mm. we gotta buy find somehow find and buy Mike a sticker of Santa on there. It's this big black uh cutout image of Santa with a white beard. We gotta get Mike that sticker for the back of his car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. You could probably find that. Look or at that. Just make one. It's out there. <laughs> All right. So up next um from 2015, a Christmas horror story. Awesome movie. Awesome. I showed that Sal this one. He loved it. Oh, I love it. Love it. You said it's been a while since you've seen this one, Mike? I have never seen this one. Well, I think you would like this one because uh, the film takes place in the fictional town of Bailey Downs, which is where the Ginger Snaps trilogy takes Uh, place. Uh, The filmmakers uh, were responsible for that franchise as well. Oh, okay. 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 I love the Ginger Snap movies. I love them. Yeah. I think it's cool when they do that, make multiple things in like one universe. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah. When that little boy broke his grandmother's Krampus uh, statue, I knew that little motherfucker was going to get it. I was so happy when he got it, that little fucker. He just breaks it intentionally. throws yeah. it off the Yeah, thing. he throws it off. He, he, does, he goes against his grandmother's word, picks it up, put that down, it's an old relic, and he throws it on the ground and breaks it. Fuck him. I was hoping he'd get it bad. His, yeah, he did that. It was his rich aunt. Yeah. He was trying to get oh, some money. They were trying to get money out oh, of her. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was He pulls some shit like that. Yeah. Summons Krampus on the family. Yeah, but the only thing that pissed me off Krampus. is they is Krampus only threw like a chain around him and dragged him through the snow. But you never see him do anything to him. I, I wanted to see that kid get ripped apart. <laughs> All right. Well, um, in a Christmas horror story, um, the story centers around Dangerous Dan, an, uh, an alcoholic radio DJ stuck pulling a long shift at the small town Bailey Downs radio station during Christmas Eve. 
Now, during his broadcast, a series of four untitled stories are witnessed concurrently. A family brings home a changeling of their son after losing him in the woods while cutting down a Christmas tree. Um, a student documentary becomes a living nightmare involving ghosts and possession. Uh, Krampus terrorizes a family like we were just talking about. And Santa fights off his elves when an infection turns them rabid and against him. You said you love the, uh, uh, the changeling story, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, so. Lo- I loved from beginning to end. It was a magnificent horror story. Magnificent. And look, can I say it, Mikey? Hmm. That Krampus was cock strong. <laughs> cock strong. <laughs> that motherfucker came in and beat Santa's fat ass like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought it was it. cool. The changing, the changeling uh, episode, how his eyes glowed yes. and shit like that. Yes. That kind of reminded me a yes. little bit of, um, the, what was it, the hill, uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. They I, got the, or the Bly Manor when he's got the... Uh, the ghost that has the the glasses and, and, for and, the eyes. And you said you did see this, Mikey? No, well, I don't remember. Let me look it up. There, there, there was a part in the in the. In this. Mike always looks up the films. He goes, "Yeah, I gave this a one star <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> that is how I remember if I've seen it or not. I, I give it a rating. My my one star on on uh, on IMDb is like, well, they made a movie. <laughs> <Mike>. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those movies where you know they didn't have four it. stars, <laughs> four stars, yeah. But 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 if you think about it, Sammy, that's about where this, it hovers. This is a movie. <laughs> this was one of the greatest horror movies that they didn't have to put in a billion dollar freaking you know uh, set and monologue and 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 Mike hates um, CGI. CGI. This was just a magnificently made horror movie about Santa. And let yeah. me tell you something, man. Those little elves when they got rabbit. I was hoping they would jump on on Santa's wife because she was fucking hot. Off topic. They did, but they didn't show it. Yeah. Oh, they did? She, she got infected. Oh, hello. Off topic. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried any Krampus beer? No. Uh, there's a couple breweries in the area that make a Krampus beer, you know, once a year or seasonal. And it's usually like really like a real dark stout or like a dark IPA. Nice. Would you, you want to, Mike, would you, in your next life, would you want to be an elf? No, I want to be Krampus. Okay. Because the elves have to work. No, but you'd be little. Yeah, they're basically slaves. We'd rather be Krampus because I want to punish. <laughs> punish the wicked. It's like Billy from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Punish! <laughs> <laughs> so they actually got some pretty good names in here. Uh, William Shatner is in this movie. Um, he plays Dangerous Dan. The Shat Man. Oh, my God. And he was always drinking. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big old bottle of alcohol. I think by the end of the movie, he's like, this is pretty <laughs> <laughs> What would, it, what would have been cool if, is if uh, what's his name came in? What, what, what was the guy's name? Uh, the the Asian guy, um, not Chekhov. Uh, Zulu. Zulu. Zulu would have came in. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! George Takai. Well, he would have said, "Sit your ass down and have a drink of me." Oh my! <laughs> this is Captain Zulu. <laughs> Spock never did that to me. <laughs> he's a creepy guy. I don't know George if I like Takai? him, George Takai. He's creepy on purpose. <laughs> Like I seen him on Big Bang a couple of times, and he was a Big Bang Theory. Have you seen that? And he's hey, like, was oh, he? he's was weird, he? dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, by the way, in the beginning, I, I, there's some funny like banter that goes back. Like William Shatner's, uh, he doesn't get along with the chick who runs the radio station, yeah, so he's she... kind of like, he's like, oh yeah, 
She keeps yeah. on she keeps on uh, yelling at him via headset, yeah. and you can't hear her. But he's like, "Okay." And he's got a guest on like earlier in the show, and he asks him some kind of question. He's like, "Oh, he doesn't have a microphone. Hold on, he's writing me a Christmas card. I think he's writing me a Christmas." And this guy holds up on this thing. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> That's right. This guy's name is Norman. He's been listening to some tankard. Tankard. German thrash, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> So um, all, all their songs are about like beer drinking too. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, that's like the whole. They wrote a whole album called like the morning after about uh, <laughs> just being hungover, too fucked up to fuck. Damn, <laughs> too drunk to fuck. Too drunk to fuck. That's a Dead Kennedy song. Yeah. So when uh, one of our stories here, a young girl named uh, Caprice and her younger brother Duncan are traveling with their bickering and verbally abusive parents in order to visit their elderly aunt Etta. So during their visit, Etta tells them about the mythological creature Krampus, which frightens Caprice, especially after Duncan purposefully misbehaves in an attempt to irritate at his caretaker, Gerhard. Um, that's what Sal was talking about when the little boy breaks the Krampus figurine. So the parents decide to take the children home at Etta's insistence, but on the way, the family ends up getting into a car accident, making it necessary for them to walk. And uh, by the way, the the caretaker in this movie is um, played by... Um, I, I, Julian Richings. Uh, you oh, know him from, Yeah, he's been in a ton of movies, yeah. like Anything for Jackson. Always, I, I was going to say, what was he in? I want to see that. That he's, was a great he, movie. He by always the way. plays like a British, creepy looking guy. Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. very creepy looking dude. He's, he's been in a billion things. Yeah, he was even in. Uh, I've looked it up too because I thought he looked Vampire. familiar as as this dude. He plays like a ticket taker at the end of. You ever seen the movie Detroit Rock City? Yeah, that's right. He was in that. Yeah, he's in the end of there. He's like, go on. He yeah. shows them like <laughs> the into the Kiss concert. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I never seen it. That's a that's a real oh, funny Detroit movie. Detroit Rock City. Yeah, yeah. funny, I'll, funny movie. Like Edward Furlong is in it. Um, I, I don't know. It's, there's a bunch of people in it that you yeah. would recognize. I was hoping that girl would use the chainsaw on Krampus, but she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, aware that they are being hunted by Krampus because they acted badly, the family members take refuge in a church where they confess their sins in belief that Krampus will leave them if they do so. The daughter is a kleptomaniac. The son is in the beginning stages of becoming a serial killer, uh, killing small animals in the gay garage. Um, and the dad is a swindler, taking money for investments in his business, but spending the money on lavish lifestyle for his wife. Um, in the church, they are killed off one by one until only the daughter, Caprice, remains. And this is a pretty cool uh, thing when you first see Krampus, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Sal said, he's cockstrong. He's played by uh, uh, Rob Archer. I don't know if you guys know him. He's a stunt guy. Kind of uh, like uh, the same vein as like James Jude Courtney, who like oh. plays yeah plays Michael Myers recently. <laughs> cool. So uh, Caprice manages to flee Great Aunt Etta's house, uh, where she encounters and is successful in killing Krampus, who transforms back into the caretaker Gerhard, and it's revealed that he transformed into Krampus due to his anger over the family's actions, and that Etta was actually fully aware that this would happen. And cast her family out to die. So furious about this revelation, um, Caprice's anger causes her to transform into Krampus, and she attacks and kills Etta. So this is a weird one where, like, Krampus is just a, almost like an infecting spirit in this one. I'd, I'd, I'd Anybody love, can become I'd, Krampus. I would love to be that. I would Because let me tell you something. Mikey, you said you haven't seen this movie in a while? Uh, it's been a while. But you've seen it, right? Yeah. Okay. You want to be Krampus? First, first <laughs> I do. You want to be the white Krampus? I want to. No, I want to be a brown Krampus. But, but, or but green. And, 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 and that wasn't a racist thing. In, but, in but, tradition, he's green. 
Like the Grinch. I'm, I'm colorblind, dude. Um, number one, all that whole family were a bunch of little assholes. The father wanted to take his aunt's money. The little the little boy was a little fucking bastard. I was hoping he'd get chopped up in a million pieces. The daughter was a thief, and the wife was just a dumbass. So fuck them all. I give a shit. I wish I was Krampus. I'd, I'd kill them all and throw them in a bottle. Sorry. Go ahead, Sammy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, in the next uh, segment, in the Santa segment... <laughs> Uh, while preparing for a busy, a busy Christmas at his North Pole castle, Santa Claus discovers that all of his elves and his wife, Martha, have turned into zombies after one of the infected elves dies following a fit of rage. And uh, Santa in this one is played by George Buzza. Yeah, I've he, seen him before. He's in a lot of stuff. I didn't think of anything I really like recognized. Have you, can you think got, of anything? He's got this. this yeah, not face, a big. This, yeah. this giant forehead. I know I've seen him in other stuff. He, he's he's just one of those guys that he's one of those uh, actors that has been in so much stuff, but you still don't know him. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more recognizable without the beard. I think. Yeah. But but if you if you listen to this to what the little elves say, Mike, they are brutal to Santa. There's Man. some parts where they're fighting him, and they're like, "You fucking cocksucker! <laughs> <laughs> you fat motherfucker! Well, well, you don't kill me! You better kill!" They were vicious, man. Well, I love what am I? I had to watch this scene three, four times because I was crying laughing. This first one where they show this elf yeah. and like. So basically, things start to pop off when uh, Mrs. Claus suggests a snack break for making toys, uh, only for the elf named uh, Shiny to escalate from annoyed into a suicidal fit of rage. Check this out right here. Annoyed. Take a break, I love everyone. his voice in here, too. Even Christmas magic needs a little fuel. <laughs> oh, cookies. Oh, cookies. They show him he's, like, sweating. I don't know. No, thank you. It'll keep your strength up for the long shift. Not hungry. I'm... Not hungry? They're cookies. You're being silly, Shiny. You know how much you love my cookies. I said I don't want a goddamn cookie! You reindeer fucking snowhorn! <laughs> <laughs> and Shiny drives an axe into his, old, in his own hand. <laughs> Blood is splattering all over all the other elves. <laughs> Basically, what happens is uh, Shiny bleeds to death right here. <laughs> I love this, too. He... He's dead. Dead? But elves... Can't die. Santa, elves can't die, right? No. They cannot. So now we got some zombie elves going on. I love it. I love you can't make a better movie than this. So I know Sal loves this next scene. Uh, Santa then has to fend off and kill all of the elves, <laughs> including his wife Martha, who also gets infected. This is just a scene. He's just chopping heads off. He chops arms off, legs off. They're jumping on his back. And that's the same staff, by the way, as a uh, saint. Right. Right. That's why I asked. They, they all have big giant teeth too. They're all rabid. Santa's spearing them through there. I like how this part they all dog pile on him, and Santa does the thing where he goes Roar! and rips fifteen off his back. Hulks up. <laughs> he, it's like a bow staff, like he's a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> Santa's a badass in this movie, dude. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> so Santa's just finishing off the last of his elves here. They call him a jolly fucker. <laughs> so Santa throws his staff away then. He just starts going at it with his hands. Crushes one elf with the, uh, what do they call those? The paper, uh, the paper, paper uh, cutters? cutters yeah. <laughs> the industrial size ones. Cuts off one of the heads. I like the elf with his brain still showing. Oh, yeah, when he just cuts off, like, the top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the brain. I think the, that one was called Jingles, because yeah. that happens earlier in the movie. It's yeah. like, he's like, stay away from me, Shiny. Not you, Jingles. <laughs> but, 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 Sammy, Santa, This movie is so corny, but it's funny as it fuck. But, Sammy, you got to say, man, Santa's cockstrong, too, boy. I'm telling you. I don't know. Would you say he's cockstrong? I he's, mean, you think he's been giving it to Martha. Dude, he, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Billy from Silent Night, Deadly Night, he's cockstrong. <laughs> he's got that rebuilt... Cockstrong, for anyone who doesn't know, is like when a boxer doesn't fuck the night before he fights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why, so he's got that extra strength. <laughs> Women weaken legs. Yeah. Oh, man. So the ending of the film picks back up uh, from the beginning of the movie. Uh, and Santa is forced to battle with Krampus. And this has one of my favorite lines in the movie. Right here. <laughs> Looks like a wrestler. I knew it. Krampus, vile enemy of Christmas. <laughs> yes, vile enemy of Christmas. So then um, Santa and Krampus, the white Krampus here, he's just, uh, they have themselves a fight. We end this tonight. <laughs> and they both know like some advanced forms of martial arts, oh, some yeah. different trainings with... Uh, <laughs> With staffs and chains. <laughs> Santa does like the nunchuck from like, side to side thing. It's like Kill Bill. I mean, Krampus. <laughs> but like you said, I mean, as strong as Krampus is, Santa, he, he's cockstrong. <laughs> fights back against him. <laughs> Krampus in this scene, by the way, he's got a what they call a meat hook with him. We'll get into the meat hook a little later. This is like this is an excellent fight scene here. Norman, stop! Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of uh, the fight scene, when Santa's just about to drive his axe right into uh, Krampus's head, you hear Norman stop. So here it's revealed that Santa is actually a mall Santa named Norman, who was the earlier guest on Dangerous Dan's radio show. He was the one that's had the "fuck Christmas" sign up on the window there. So um, he has a psychotic break while working overtime as a mall Santa, and that causes him to see uh, regular mall glowers as zombies during the Christmas food drive. And this whole Santa segment is actually taking place in Norman's mind. It's kind of funny. His eyebrows connect to his beard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. He's got these big... Thick, furry, white eyebrows that connect to his white beard. <laughs> he does, yeah. They got they're like um they're kind of like an anime cartoon too. They're all like yeah, you know they yeah. come to a V. Yeah, yeah. like a Vulcan. So this was I gotta say I I didn't see this coming when I first watched the movie. I it did, was kind of a it was an awesome surprise. And that's why I told, it was a good that, twist. My, I, I was texting my nephew Sam or uh, Mikey after this, and I loved it. And Sammy goes, "Did you like the ending?" I, I dude, and I usually would get pissed off. You know, because it was a, a, a normal human being just going crazy. Yeah. I was hoping all this shit was real, but I have to admit the way they the way they worked this in was magnificent. 
Yeah, so, it's, it's not a great movie, but it's entertaining. No, it's not yeah. a great movie. No, no, what horror movie is, man? It's it's it's, it's entertainment for us. Right. We love it, and it's not going to be a, a, a Samson Delilah or, or you know a Ten Commandment kind of thing. But this is what we like, and it's and in our mm. eyes, it's magnificent. That's true. Yeah, this one. I, you know what? I put this one off for a long. Like I saw this on Netflix for a long time, and I yeah. put it off thinking, oh, this is going to be a piece of shit. And then like, <laughs> yeah, actually, when I found out that it was uh, made by the Ginger Snaps people, I was like, oh, fucking awesome! I'll watch it. Yeah. So I. I actually really like the way that this scene was shot, like where they kind of reveal the whole thing. Yeah. So it like it cuts from Santa in the barn and then it cuts to Krampus, but he's got the mall manager's voice, then back to Santa, then back to the mall manager as a person. He's still in the uh like the manger. Then he they uh go back to Norman. Um, then back to the mall manager, this time with the background setting as the mall, then Santa as real life Norman at the mall. Right. And this is when, um, yeah, normally, like, he kind of looks around. He sees, like, blood everywhere. He normal, he notices that he's all covered in blood. He's got, like, a giant slash. Like, someone slashed him in the face. <laughs> I'd be pissed off yeah. if a company made me wear those uh, those reindeer elf, uh, or, or, I'm sorry, reindeer uh, horns. I, that would piss me off. <laughs> Especially if a mall Santa cut off your head like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Norman basically looks around and he sees that all the carnage that he's responsible for and basically remembers the events as they really took place. Like his wife, Martha, and the elves were all just mall patrons and employees. So this is, yeah, they show a lot of blood and gore in this scene. It's crazy. It's like, um, at one point, he, one of the elves, like, stabbed him in the foot. That was actually just some chick who was wrapping Christmas presents in the mall. This guy's weird looking. For Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Norman, the uh, the mall Santa there. Um, so anyways, the uh, the police uh, arrive and manage to gun him down just as he's about to kill, quote unquote, Krampus. And it's revealed to be the mall's manager. And um, so, by the way, this is the disturbance at the mall that Dangerous Dan, William Shatner, has been mentioning throughout the <laughs> broadcast. Like, for the last, like, two-thirds of the movie, he starts mentioning, like, hey, don't don't go to the mall, by the way, people. There's a situation happening down there. Right. Like, shit's popping off. So, yeah, that's the end of the, the movie there. They basically show up. He basically, uh, Norman, the mall Santa, has flashbacks between reality and kind of his Christmas land. He goes to um, Axe, Krampus with the Axe. Psycho Santa. Yeah. And they open it up. So this is a happy ending, wouldn't you say? No, I want him to come back and chop that guy. <laughs> it's always great when a Santa gets mowed down, down the... They should have shot him a few more times. And here we get a uh, kind of a cheery little voiceover from William Shatner, too. What the hell is it about Christmas and Bailey Downs? Are we cursed or something? Why does this season of love and peace and goodwill keep ending in blood and death and horror? You keep the spirit in your hearts, you hear me, people? You hug your loved ones and you keep them close and you treat them every Christmas like it might be your last. Have you ever heard Shatner sing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like his rendition of uh, Rocket Man by Elton John. No. He, he talks <laughs> the, he? The, the lyrics. He doesn't sing them. Yeah. He talks them. He's got a great song um, that he does so with uh, Henry Rollins. Uh, uh, one of his like albums that he has. Yeah, it's real funny. He's like, 
I think the title of the song is I Can't Get Down With That. He's like, <laughs> and he's just talking about it. He's like, listen, uh, CD disc changers with 12 discs. I can't get down with that. Oh, Henry he's Rollins? Like, no, uh, that's, uh, well, uh, like Henry Rollins is like, he did the, I don't know what he did to it. He's like, sings in the background or something. <laughs> I'll probably play it in the background right here. I can't get down with that. <laughs> he's like, baristas with blue hair. I can't get down. <laughs> Basically, anything a millennial does, William Shatner can't get down with that. I ain't gonna lie to you guys, but this would be a great tattoo. Just just a Krampus fucking with Santa, and you see the skulls on the bottom of both their feet. That would be an awesome tattoo for my back. There you go. You know. All right. Well, before we get into our final movie here, we were talking earlier about some of these shitty Krampus movies. There's a bunch of them. Krampus Unleashed, Krampus the Reckoning, Krampus Origins, Krampus the Christmas Devil, Krampus Two: The Devil Returns. Mother Krampus? <laughs> Mother Krampus 2, Sleigh Ride. Of course, it's spelled S-L-A-Y. <laughs> Do you get, like the Sleigh Rider, he's coming for you. Sleigh Rider, what you gonna do? <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, Fuck off, Sal. <laughs> I'll tell you to fuck off like someone you were making fun of their teeth. You're the bully, Sal. <laughs> That's an inside joke. But <laughs> All right. So are, you, did you guys see any of these shitty Krampus movies? I have. No. I, I did watch a few of them, man. It was it was so bad. Oh, my God. Forget what Mike rated these. A consensus says that these are one stars on IMDb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thousands and thousands of people rated these, and one star is all they came up with. But you, but you know what, though, Sam, you mentioned before in a couple of our podcasts, when somebody makes these movies and they know, they know they're horrible, then they make things worse and make another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where do they get the budget to make Dude, this Dude, I don't even know how they got Mother Krampus, because Mother Krampus doesn't even have a Krampus in it. It's actually <laughs> Frau Perkta. Who we're gonna talk about a little later. Yeah, just a witch. It's just a witch movie. I mean, what do they, Mikey? What do they do to get Western neighbors they don't like? Hey, you want to be in a movie? Yeah, okay. And spoiler alert for this shitty thing is it's like it's not even the, the old witch in Mother Krampus. It's like someone that they accidentally killed because they the real killer pinned it on the woman. It's just a weird ghost story. Oh, these movies. They just are look so lame. Bad. You just look at the cover. It's like lame. Oh. Yeah. So let's talk about 2015's Krampus. Yes. This is probably my, one of my favorite Christmas movies, I think. Probably the top one. Super entertaining. Yeah, it's got a lot of like gremlins, like, you know, kind of yeah. throwbacks to it. A lot is of it, cool is creatures. This, is this when Krampus, uh, doesn't he smash through the roof of the family's house? And Yeah. That he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? I've seen it, but I don't remember too much about it. Oh, this is a uh, fun one. Michael yeah. Doherty. Good filmmaker. Yeah, definitely. He did uh, Trick or Treat as well. I was yeah. just going to say, yeah. 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 So um, in Kramp- this Krampus, um, what the plot for this one is basically when um, this dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max Engel um, gets disillusioned and turned his back on Christmas, ripping up his letter to Santa with well wishes for his family included. This lack of festive spirit unleashes the wrath of Krampus and all hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on the monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight one another if they hope to survive. Fight for one another, I'm sorry. This has a great cast in it, like Adam Scott, Tony Collette, David oh, Koechner, Tony Collette, Allison Tolman. Um, yeah, Conchata Farrell, she's funny. <laughs> she, I always remember, will always think of her as uh, she passed away in 2020, by the way. But she was like the uh, she was in Mr. Deeds. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. she was. Uh, she, was the, she was the maiden. Yeah. <laughs> she, wasn't she the maiden Two and a Half Men? 
Yeah, she oh, was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, David Ketchner's hilarious. What is it about Tony Collette? She is the most hot, ugly chick I've ever seen. <laughs> Does that make sense? She's attractive, I think, and she's a great actress. She's too. she's been around forever too. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. she's not British. She's uh, is she? I think she's Australian or she's a Kiwi. Oh, I'm sorry, she was. Yeah. So 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 wait a minute. In the beginning, did it what say? Was I thinking? There was it, someone else I was thinking of that was British. Not Sammy C. Did it say Krampus was reading his list to a little kid, and the little kid, you know, was he bad or was he? I mean. What, what did it? Did he fuck him up, that little kid? Yeah, he loses his Christmas spirit. Basically, but, he just like he doesn't it, care about Christmas. You know, he's like he's like bah humbug this so, year. So does that? So does so does that make me a weird guy? Because I think that's hilarious. If a little kid came up to me and I was Krampus or or, or the fat white guy, and and he's showing me his list, what he wants, and he's right at the top of the stairs, and I say fuck you, kick him in the stomach, and throw him down the stairs. You guys wouldn't think that was funny because I would think that was funny. Are you kicking the little kid? Or I'm kicking Krampus? the little kid. No, I'm if I was Krampus <laughs> and I seen the list and what he wanted, and I'm like, you greedy little motherfucker, and he was a bad kid, and I kicked him in the stomach and threw him down the stairs. I would think that was funny. Would you guys think that was funny? I don't think Krampus has time to read lists. Yeah, just... Well, I wouldn't even do that. I'd be like, fuck <laughs> you. It depends. Man. Maybe yeah. if we put in the sound effect, like when you kick him, where it goes, yeah. or like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, here this kid comes in with a toilet paper roll full of stuff he wants. Fuck you. I'm not reading all this shit. Kick him in the stomach, throw him down you, the stairs. Did you guys see Ellison Tolman? In the first season of Fargo, yes, never That's watched great. Fargo. Oh, never watched it's Fargo. Awesome great. Series. Yeah. So what, good. What did they say, Mike? What did they do? Each season is a different story. No, no, no. What did they do? Oh, not Oi. No. Uh, oh, what's that? They they say something um, unrelated to the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. What do they say in Fargo? Yeah. Don't they say? Well, don't they have like a, a Minnesota accent? Like a, like yeah. a, uh, or, oh, or, I forgot what that was. Who there? Hi there. Something like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, by the way, like Mike said, this is directed by uh, Michael Doherty, who describes uh, the Krampus in this film as Santa Claus's shadow. So he's he also says he's not the unstoppable monster that kicks down your door and rampages and grabs you. Uh, there's something darkly playful about him. He's having a good time doing what he does, and he enjoys the cat and mouse aspect aspect of it. You can see this like multiple times in the movie, like he's uh, when he's running around the. Uh, on top of the roofs, like after the daughter. There's also times where they're like looking out the window, like in binoculars, and they see him just like staring at the house from a long ways away. Yeah, yeah that's creepy. Yeah. So this film, um, the film gives hints that he's Father Christmas's dark side, as um, the grandmother Omi describes Krampus as Saint Nicholas's shadow, and he also operates in a similar man- manner to Santa with minions and a sled. Why well, I'd be kind of cranky too if I was the whole year making toys for these little bastards and them not appreciating shit. I'd get I'd be, I'd get cranky too. I'd be a Krampus motherfucker. Krampus comes to punish the wicked. Yeah. Yeah. What does Santa get for Christmas? Yeah. Mrs. Claus. <laughs> you, you, hey. That's a good point you two guys brought up. Do, do you think Santa's a freaky guy? Well, him and Mrs. Claus get down. You know. Yeah. I mean, does Santa get whips and chains? Does Santa get cable out that far and watch? You know. Movies, you know. No, he's got Mrs. Claus. Oh, she's, Santa she's baby. all the. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so Michael uh, Doherty also described the film as a darker version of a Christmas family film, saying that Christmas movies exist in their own little snow globe, where a clashing family, no matter how sick of each other, always manages to overcome their differences and live happily ever after. But what if the family's issues escalated? And then they sort of allow Krampus to seep into their reality. So the goal of the film um, here, Krampus, in 2015, was to tell a modern-day morality tale using the Krampus tradition. tradition. And it was a part of a response to today's defanged, kind of watered-down retellings of classic 
tales like by the likes of Disney and others. I love the beginning of this where they show like the stores and like the midnight sales and people are like plowing through the door and like people are getting trampled underfoot so they can go run and buy the newest Blu-ray player or, or whatever, you know, crap. That is so true to like modern times, how oh, yeah. vicious and oh, disgusting people oh, are. Okay, yeah. You, you know what? You guys just brought up a like a Black Friday sale. Yeah. yeah I also guys... like how it's like chaos and it's just like the mu- all that's playing over. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. People are ripping hair out. Yeah. yeah. Sammy, look at look at look, you know, when we're outside and I'll smoke. You know, we're smoking cigars. And 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 Sammy's dad comes and what's the first thing out of his mouth? I hate fucking Christmas. Because people get mean and rude, dude. It's not. You know? It's not the same for everybody. Dude, man. It's supposed to be like yeah. the holiday that makes everybody happy yeah. and good spirits. That's not for everyone. It's I was telling you guys, but you know, I was trying to meet you for lunch, and everybody, oh, it's Christmas. Let's drive a little slower. Let's be in the wrong lane. Move the fuck. See, that's why I wish I was Mad Max <laughs> and had his car. I'd be running over motherfuckers and trashing them. See, that's why I'd be a good Mad Max guy. Because if you got in my way. <laughs> I'd be a Lord Humongous guy. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Lord Humongous. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk away. Okay, so um, this is a Christmas film that is both scary and sentimental, like how a uh, Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life are nightmares that show you these broken characters who experience a darker side of divine intervention. In other words, like they need to be scared straight. Like normal right. morals aren't really working on these people. Right. You got to show you, them a vision of their you, death. You mean like you mean like Christmas Carol? What's his name? Scrooge when he's seen little Timmy and he and he got his cane and threw it across the street? Go get it yourself, motherfucker! Hang it, thing. That's an. Extra special asshole right there. <laughs> Tiny Tim. Oh, man. So this is a, a pretty apparent like that it's kind of a kid's movie um, when when the grandmother of the Engel family, Omi, explains that the creature hunting them is Krampus. Um, he's an ancient uh, a demonic spirit who punishes those who have lost the Christmas spirit. Omi then recounts that when she was a child, her parents and community lost their spirit due to the hardships of the war in Europe, um, as did she, which summoned Krampus. So uh, through a beautifully animated sequence, we see Omi as a little girl in her old poverty-stricken village. Uh, she's holding a toy Santa and a loaf of bread, but the other villagers snatched the loaf of bread from her and fought each other for it. <laughs> they just took a bread from oh, a little yeah. kid. <laughs> Vicious. <laughs> so when Omi returns home, her parents didn't help the matter. And uh, through their own bad behavior, her mother ripped the Santa doll from her and tears it in half. So Omi then loses her holiday spirit and throws the doll in the fireplace after wishing that her parents would go away. Uh, The wish would summon an ancient spirit that arrives to punish anyone that disrespected the Christmas spirit, the Christmas spirit of Krampus. So he brings uh, multiple helpers to help him uh, terrorize the misbehaved, and Omi watched as Krampus and his helpers dragged her parents to the underworld, with Krampus leaving her with nothing but a bauble with his name on it as a reminder of what she's done. Suomi shows the family the bubble, and to this day, she has regretted making that wish. This is a pretty cool. I like this uh, scene in here. It's pretty cool. I know. The animation's awesome. I like yeah. that she threw sand in the fire. I wish I would come to regret. Yeah, and this kind of mirrors exactly like what uh, the young man uh, Max in this movie does. In the beginning, he rips up his shit and he throws it into the air, disappears up there, and then a huge storm comes over the whole town. Yeah, and this sequence is terrifying, by the way. Saint Nicholas Even for a Christmas film. Not mm-hmm. coming this year. There's those chains. Do you hear that? I love it. A much darker, more ancient spirit. The shadow 
of St. Nicholas. It was Krampus. And as he had for thousands of years, Krampus came not to reward, but to punish. Not to give. Yeah, but we'll get into it a little later, but kind of uh, the way that she's like, why her family was all murdered is she doesn't even do anything they say to like uh, try to apologize to Krampus for it. Like in the end of this movie when the little kid Max does. Knowing that I would be next. But Krampus <laughs> didn't take me that night. I want more evil cartoon stories like yeah. for, for the holidays. That's awesome. As a reminder. Of what happens when hope is lost, when belief is forgotten, and the Christmas spirit dies. Gross von Krampus means greetings from Krampus. Yeah, that's written on the bell that uh that Krampus gives her. I have a t-shirt that says Gross von Krampus. That's awesome. <laughs> I know Cavity Colors put out some cool Krampus t-shirts oh, I bet they th did. recently this year. Yeah. Mike, would you? Are you that guy that would kick even a Grinch in the stomach? No, dude, I love the Grinch. Okay, I've yeah. seen that. I love seeing that song. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mister Grinch. You know, it. you know what I noticed though. You know, you know what was what probably one of the most nightmarish bullying I've ever seen was a Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> when they that poor guy, they humiliated him. <laughs> they, yeah, they gave him coal for Christmas. The little girl Lucy, that little cunt. Oh, little bitch. You gotta edit that out, Sammy. That little, that little bitch when she when he tried to kick the football, she pulled it. That was funny. I ain't gonna lie to you. But that little bitch that, that was a lot of bullying going on. And then you get a kid that pees in the blanket, Linus. You knew he peed in that blanket. That's why he always carried around. So a safety blanket. Uh, yeah, Are, yeah. Is Linus supposed to be the poor kid? Linus, in the class? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Uh, pig pen. Pig pen. Oh, pig pen. Yeah, I'm then, sorry. Yeah. Then, then you get a pig pen, the dirty kid that was probably scratching his nuts with his, on his blanket. <laughs> Who knows? But you but, know what yeah. I bet? I bet pig pen, his parents probably smoked two packs of marbles a day. <laughs> That's why he's <laughs> his mother was a big whore. <laughs> and then you got the then you got the what was her name? Uh, peppermint put Patty, the lesbian. <laughs> Did you almost call her Pat Peppermint Pussy? <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Peppermint Patty with that Peppermint I'm Pussy. You, I'm telling you, that Charlie Brown man, that poor mother, He's probably the one that went nuts Charlie and slaughtered of everybody. He's I, a clown. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he's I'm gonna, gonna get caught. I don't know if you, I don't know if you two guys knew this. Well, I know Sammy does. Why I could draw pretty damn good, Mike. Picking on me, Mikey. What? I could draw really good. I'm gonna draw up a story of. Of of Charlie Brown going nuts and killing these motherfuckers for for bullying his ass, you know Charlie I, I, Brown I, the yeah, school Charlie shooter. Brown, Charlie Brown's gonna go with an M16. Leave Snoopy alone. Yeah, oh Snoopy, you can't tell me he he wasn't doing some good cocaine. He's, did you ever see? It's a it's a meme now where you know in the I think it's the Christmas uh, one. He's sitting on top of his red doghouse and he's eating human femurs. There's like the, the, the balls of each. <laughs> Maybe he's like Mr. Pickles. Like he's got, oh, a, yeah, he's, got a, he's got Mr. a hell world under well, an underworld Pickles. underneath his side. You know Snoopy was doing some good shit because when they when he was imagining he was fighting the Red Baron, he was getting some good opium. Let me tell you something, man. That motherfucker <laughs> when he put on his little scarf and it was so fucking racist when they didn't they have the, the swastika on the, on the fucking airplane. No. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, well, that, that's what I would do in my cartoon book. I would put a swastika on, on his little airplane and shoot that motherfucker down, and Snoopy would just throw grenades on him and shit on him. Oh, I got to get this book together. 
I'm sorry, guys. So it was a bacon cheeseburger. I had. <laughs> all right. Well after, well, well, after all that talk, how can we not get back to talking about German culture? Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating the Germans. Snoopy with a Nazi fucking. <laughs> hey, Snoopy you, was the red bear. Could you imagine? Yes, the wizard. <laughs> he was. He was killing Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> now they actually showed him unloading on motherfuckers. It, they didn't show the gun, but you see his little arms go <laughs> Snoopy was a bad motherfucker, man. Damn. That's why I say he was smoking and snorting some good shit. Snoopy got an official death count. Dude, his <laughs> name, Snoopy. Snoop. <laughs> I don't know why, but in my head, I just imagined the cartoon, uh, the Snoopy as the Red Baron, and then and then the old Vietnam footage where they're dropping the bombs on the, onto the villages in slow motion. <laughs> and then, that was Snoopy. And then, and then Flight the, of the Valkyries. And then, yeah. and then the greatest, da, 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 and the greatest, da, da, da. the greatest, Mikey, the greatest was the Crumpus Christmas tree that Charlie Brown had. That little stabby. Oh, I have a little Charlie Brown tree at home. <laughs> that guy was bullied to no end, man. <laughs> I got one up right now because we didn't want to put the full-size one up. <laughs> Those are the way to go. Oh, all right. Well, at the beginning of uh, Krampus, uh, the TV in the kitchen is showing a news broadcast with the scroll saying, Season's Greetings. Season's Greetings was, by the way, a 1996 animated short film directed by Michael Doherty that introduced Sam, uh, the demonic Halloween spirit from Doherty's classic... Trick or Treat from 2007. Awesome movie. Love yeah. Trick or Treat. Love Probably one it. of the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Halloween Rip Torn at the end. Yeah. 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 The little guy here, you think that was a midget? It was played by a little kid, actually. Oh, it was yeah. a little kid yeah. was a midget? Okay. You remember in the beginning when they're like the the chicks are tr- in the store and they're trying on uh, like uh, costumes yeah. and yeah. there's a little kid looking through the thing? Mm-hmm. That was the little kid who played Oh, really? Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this Christmas season, by the way, uh, Scream Factory gave fans a surprise present in the form of an extended Naughty Cut version on 4K Blu-ray. There isn't much that really alters the film except for some blood and gore and some extra scenes. But some extended scenes are worth mentioning, such as one with a few extra seconds of Howard and Tom in the truck hearing a broadcast of towns that are affected by the weather. Uh, One of them is the city of Warren Valley, the town from Doherty's Trick or Treat film. Hmm. But perhaps the biggest addition to the Naughty Cut is a scene that also connects Krampus to Doherty's uh, trick-or-treat universe, wherein an Easter egg of Sam's lollipop from the first scene can be seen in a box that is Max's Halloween stash of candy. Oh. That's pretty cool. I love that. <laughs> That's cool. So this is another one of those where it's like, you know, a whole universe, kind of like a yeah. uh, Christmas horror story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the special effects uh, on this movie are all practical, by the way. There's only like CGI for like background stuff and everything. It was done by a Weta Workshop, who was a special effects and prop company based in Miramar, New Zealand, uh, producing effects for television and film. The film, uh, I'm sorry, the company is named after the New Zealand Weta, one of the world's largest insects, which is featured in their logo, by the way. So um, this was uh, their company was founded in 1987 and um, basically produced like creatures and makeup effects for TV series like Hercules, Xena. They started off doing. Um, they also did stuff as Meet the Feebles yes. and Heavenly Creatures. That's to be uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Peter Jackson's uh, like part of the digital um, thing of this Weta Weta Digital. Mm. So yeah, their um, their output is basically um, used in a lot of uh, Peter Jackson's film trilogies, like The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, nice. uh, producing sets, costumes, armor, weapons, creatures, and miniatures. They have like an insane. Wow. Uh, yeah, list of films that they've God, done, you know. Meet the Feebles is so funny. I never seen yeah. it. Oh, it's so weird. I was a I'm still a huge Xena fan. Yeah, Brain Dead. They did uh, you know, stuff for iRobot, Hellboy. Oh, the, Rise of the Brain, Brain Dead is Dead Alive, right? Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Sorry, King Kong. There's a ton. Thirty Days a Night were some cool vampires they did. Oh yeah, yeah. District That's a Nine, great vampire movie. Yeah, yeah. Sammy, uh, your cousin Vinny said uh, Alita: Bad, Bad Angel was a great movie. Really, it was. It was. Yeah. It was, it was, was it pretty cool. It was like uh, it's all about like people go into a game and they have avatars. Mm-hmm. So there's like scenes where there's like big giant battles going on, and they show like you know. Uh, Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street is like someone's character, or oh, the really? Chucky dolls are okay. someone's character. Wait, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys are confusing that with uh, that's the wrong movie. You're thinking of uh, Player Ready. Oh, that is. I'm sorry. Oh, Alita one. Battle Angel was kind of the same thing, wasn't well, it? Well, that's what I mean. I'd never seen it. I, I, Vince Ready told Player me to watch one? it. Yeah, Ready, that was Ready, Ready Player One. one. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but did you watch <laughs> that, Alita, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. That was, was with the girl good. with the big eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I seen. The image and like two seconds of it, and that kind of creeped me out with the big eyes. But Vince said it was awesome. Yeah, well, um, basically, I figured we'd just check out some of the awesome shit that they did in this movie, like the evil snowmen. That's really cool. Like, uh, you know, it starts off with like just one of them, and then there's like another one that shows up, and then there's a scene like in the movie where they open the door, and there's like the whole front lawn is littered with them. There's 15 of them around there. (laughs) Littered with them. David Kitchener is great and everything. Like uh, he's on, always on in the horror. office. Yeah, but I seen him in a or, bunch uh, of horror stuff. Anchorman, Anchorman. Yeah, that's a great one. Is that Tony Collette? Yeah. Yep. So basically, like in this one, um, yeah, one of the things that they kind of tell you, like in the comic book, which I've read, is uh, like all the snowmen are like real people who have been turned into snowmen like uh, that by the you know Krampus. And okay, the elves. so. So those are elves behind the, the, the snowmen? Yeah, they were elves that were creeping around there. Was, we'll talk a little uh, about Krampus's elves. If you ever get a chance, it's one of her first films. It's called Muriel's Wedding. Very funny movie. I've heard of it, but never seen it. Yeah. If, if you like ABBA, then you'll like that movie. Love ABBA, <laughs> man. Love ABBA, man. I, I'm a big ABBA fan. So so what's the name of this movie, Sammy? With the, with the snow guys? Krampus. Oh, Krampus. Yeah. Krampus. 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 Okay. Yeah. You see this one? No. Oh, I thought you said you watched oh, those. No, no, no. Awesome. I seen the other ones. Ah, gotcha. So, so the one I want to watch is with uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So these um, the dark elves are an evil version of Santa Claus's elves. Um, they're Krampus's minions who help them take families who have been bad on Christmas. They're wicked and evil beings who are willing to serve their master no matter what. The elves appear as small men with hooded robes and chains. This crew. Yes, they also wear masks with different expressions uh, for each of them. And some of them even have horns just like their master has. I don't even want to go. You think you oh, guys I can, you can do Mike, one. do the names. Do this, <laughs> this is Krampus's crew. Ketkroker. Stekjar Storr. Glugragager. Hurlskelder. Pivrusleker. Kurtasnikker. Katapifor. Bajugnakreker. Gilgagor, Glugagayer, Stekjar Stoder, and Ruprecht. Ooh, you, you just sounded like 12 a, out of 12, I you think. You just sounded like a drunk Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> a drunk Scots? What, <laughs> what are you going <laughs> against the Scots? Guten <laughs> Tag. All right, so. Hoot, hoot, hoot. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, by the way, is when the elves actually show up in the house, they break through. <laughs> they break through the front window that's been boarded up. All of them have like different, different style masks and shit. There's one that looks like a plague doctor, which I think is pretty cool. They all got like spears and shit. Yeah, they're evil. Basically, what they're doing, um, like in this scene that I'm talking about, it's towards the end. They're like stealing a couple members of the family. They also, um, 
they get Der Clown. They rescue Der Clown. He gives them a big a little, hug. A little jester. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to um the sound effect they put in here, like uh when they steal the the ant. It's real cartoonish. One of the elves steals the baby. I love how this movie is so, it switches between like comedy and scary so quickly. The one's got like the, the Judas Priest logo on, on the forehead. No, yeah. stop, does it? I think it looks like it, yeah. Yeah, so they're all kind of cold back to Krampus um, when they hear a horn. One of the one of the last elves out the door. He gives him the finger. Fuck you. Nice. <laughs> See, that's why you got to be nice to midgets. So that uh, that Jack in the Box character, by the way, there, his name is Dur Clown. Dur <laughs> yeah, he's kind of the Jack in the Box. Uh, Dur Clown. Um, he's a giant demonic evil Jack in the Box toy with sharp fangs, big jaws, and a worm-like body, which is uh, constructed from an old, dirty white crawled tunnel toy with faded pink dots um he's got a huge mouth that can capture people with them he can use his tail to wrap victims up and suffocate them um he dons a large dusty red jester hat with two brass bells on either tip and wears a thick ruff around his neck the end of his tail boasts a vintage old music box and he has committed man and child slaughter and is kind of a dark elf this is fucking way cool like the thing that they created what a workshops is basically like a the mouth is like a, I mean, the face is like a ghostly white porcelain mask that bears basically human features, like two ears, a cheek, and a nose, but it's also decorated with vintage clown makeup. Um, it's not really revealed what lies underneath his mask, although it can be concluded that his, he has a skinless face and two black beady eyes, um, as revealed in certain areas around his mask. He's able to, he's basically shown to bear a human, um, I'm sorry, he's shown to bear bear a pair of human-like arms clad in similar material and color to the crawl of his tunnel torso, um, and also wears a pair of thick leather gloves. It's enough to give you nightmares. Yeah. I, I, I always love that effect, like with Jason and Michael Myers. They, they're, 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 they're distorted, but they have a mask on them, and they still look terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and the elf guys here, you know, like Sammy said, they all had masks on. That made them look way more terrifying, dude. That's like everything in this movie kind of has a yeah. mask on that you're not yeah. sure what they look like underneath yeah. it. This thing also, Dirk Clown also has like, he's like dripping with goo. Yeah, like. I see that. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> Saliva. Yeah. That's awesome. Good so, effect. Uh, yeah. One of, another awesome scene in the movie, um, Dirk Clown, um, while obviously terrifying, is a very jolly character in many of his scenes. He has a very charming personality. Um, he's seen scrambling away as, as fast as he can when the parents attempt to shoot him prior to them witnessing. Um, him ingesting one of their children, and after consuming Jordan head first with his expandable jaws, he has enough manners to wipe his mouth, and, <laughs> and then he belches pretty loud afterwards. That sounds like one of my burps. So he uh, he struggles to escape through an air vent, but his midsection gets stuck due to the recently consuming the children. <laughs> I love that. I like the I like just how he wipes his mouth and burps. Then that was my favorite. So 
when he realizes that the dark elves are arriving to rescue him, he claps with glee. Um, and when they finally storm the house, he is shown giving one of them a giant hug. Um, later in the film, he uh, shows his love for the Christmas spirit by eagerly look, um, riding in Krampus's sleigh. Um, he's also seen covering his eyes in fear when the lava pit is beginning to crack in the ground. Um, and he also affar- appears on the far right of the screen during the final scene when all the monsters jump scare the audience right before the credits roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about the uh, there's also a bunch of guy. gingerbread guys in this movie <laughs> they're like dagger candy canes yeah they're, 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 this is a great scene you know why you know why Mike because mm-hmm. no matter what people still have to add horrible things even in children's movies I was watching that um, oh, what, what series is that uh, uh, with the troll with Mike Myers voice what's the name of those Shrek Shrek and then Eddie Murphy's character who was the donkey calls the gingerbread man a cracker <laughs> <laughs> They always had some hide some shit in the in the kid movies for the adult movie. Hey, when I heard him call the gingerbread, listen here, you cracker, I just lost it. <laughs> I also like how its teeth are made out of like melted frosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you guys knew, but the two of the gingerbread men are voiced by Seth Green and Justin Roiland. He plays uh, Justin Roiland is the voice of uh, like Rick and Rick and Morty. Seth Green is Alex, funny. Alex Green. He's yeah. hilarious. So um, there's one scene in here that kind of reminds me of, like, Gremlins. This is, like, the most Gremlin-like moment, I think, in here, where Krampus drops off some presents, and they all start kind of coming to life. They're all rattling. They sound like Gremlins, too, don't they? Yeah. Well, until they start going... So they never they never rescue the kids? No, no, not really. Nice. Everybody dies at the end of this movie. <laughs> Spoiler. So, um, by the way, many of Krampus's minions are also real Christmas slash winter folk figures in European cultures. For instance, um, the gingerbread cookie that is lowered down the chimney is attached to a hook. Um, this is meat hook, or how do you say it, Mike? Um, Kroker? Get- Ketroker in Icelandic. He's uh, one of Iceland's 13 Yule lads who carries a meat hook, which he lowers down chimneys in order to steal meat smoking on the fire for Christmas. So meat hook visits on December 23rd, the same night Howie is taken uh, when he falls for the gingerbread <laughs> trap. That's a fun scene, too. He, like, he takes a bite out of yeah, the, he takes out a of the cookie. Of head. <laughs> <laughs> the gingerbread cookie looks up at him and it's like, ah! This this kid is like every modern kid these days. Like you say hello to them, they just stare at you with this blank, yeah. dead stare. Like they have no idea how to say hello back. That's what he does at the kitchen table. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he doesn't shit. answer anybody. Like when they they ask him questions, meat hook. All See, right. The fat kid always gets it first. But you know what? Adults do that too. They just stare. Yeah. You say hi to someone, they just kind of stare at you like. Uh, oh yeah, we've talked uh, about one guy. Where we've talked. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, so unlike most other countries that only have one Santa Claus, Iceland has 13. They are called the Yoslavinia, uh, I don't know, Yuleds or Christmas Boys. Yoslavinia. Yeah, Christmas Boys, partying every day. So um, they take turns visiting children on the 13 nights leading up to Christmas Eve. There's a whole bunch of different ones here. I don't know, oh, you guys want to... Can I read these? Yeah, read these off. See, <laughs> Those guys are terrifying. Oh, this is great. Listen yeah, to this. And what they do is, is oh, super gonna funny, go too, with all of them. Here we go. <laughs> Stekjastorer, sheep coat clod, harasses sheep impaired by his stiff peg legs. Oh, boy. Giljagor, gully gawk, hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. 
Stufer. Stubby. Abnormally short. Steals pans to eat the crust left on them. Pure Rusliker. Spoon liquor. Steals pivor, a type of wooden spoon to lick, is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Patasliki. Pot liquor. Steals leftovers from pots. These are like the seven dwarves. Askaskliker. Bowl liquor. Hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their askur, a type of bowl, which he then steals. Horoskeller, door slammer, likes to slam doors, especially during the night. Skygammer, skier gobbler, a yule lad with an affinity for skier. Bajunakraker, sausage sausage swiper, <laughs> would hide in the rafters and snatch sausages that were being smoked. He's also known as Abe Froman, <laughs> sausage king. king. <laughs> Glugager, window peeper. A voyeur who would look through windows in search of things to steal. You'd probably like that guy, Sal. <laughs> I did. I was just thinking that. How's the peeping? Gotta paper, doorway sniffer. He's an abnormally <laughs> large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate Lothbrow. What's, what's Lothbrow? Uh, Puntang? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's a German word for Puntang. Lothbrow. <laughs> Cat the Kruger, meat hook, uses a hook to steal meat. Kurt Sneaker, candle stealer, follows children in order to steal their candles, which in those days was made of tallow and thus edible. Grilla, the mother of the Yule Lads, Icelandic parents did scare their children from misbehaving by telling them that Grilla would come and abduct them. Lepoludi, the husband of Grilla, not that evil, but a lazy one. He looks like Al Bundy. Yeah, Grilla looks like um, Angela, what's her name, in uh, The Witches when she takes off her face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Angela. Uh, no, Angela um, Houston? Yeah, yeah. Angelica yeah. Houston. Angelica Houston. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, the Grand High Witch. Yes. So the next one um, that we're going to talk about, the Cherub, Perkta. What the fuck is that? This one is freaky and Krampus. This is an awesome little little uh, thing. So Perkta is named after the Krampus-like holiday character of Frau Perkta. Um, in her respect to folklore, Perkta is a sorceress who lives in the mountains and who hunts down naughty children to disembowel with her silver knife. She also has a large number of demonic followers who resemble the Krampus known as the Perkton, in which uh, tear naughty children apart and who can turn invisible. So it is believed that the character of Perkta was originally a Germanic or Celtic uh, Celtic uh, goddess affiliated with the winter solstice and the mountains. So Frau Perkta was also known as Berkta or Bertha and has also been called uh, Spinstubafrau uh, or Spinning Room Lady. Uh, she is often depicted with a beaked nose made of iron dressed in rags, perhaps carrying a cane and generally resembles a decrepit old crone. She also bears a resemblance to the Scandinavian goddess Frigga, and both of them share one excess, one obsession in common: spinning, specifically, and domestic greatness, uh, domestic neatness. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So legend has it that you better get all your flax spun before the by the twelfth night, uh, January sixth, for when the Christmas season was over, it would be time to set up for the big upright loom. Um, at which time you must have enough thread to warp it. I'm sorry, to warp it and start your weaving. And that's when Frau Perkta's punishment for those lazy ladies who haven't finished all their weaving 
um, comes into play. Um, in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, there were numerous tales of Frau Perkta trampling and even setting fire to the half-spun fibers. This is like an old tale, by the way, but uh, if you should really irritate her, like say, not only is your flax not spun, but your house is a total mess. Uh, this is a domestic goddess, by the way, uh, which that hates a messy house. So if you've ever uh, failed to leave out traditional bore of por- porridge for her, which is also a tradition, um, then her rampaging will extend far beyond your slovenly spinning room. She'll do nothing less than steal... Um, steal into your bedroom, disembowel you, and replace your guts with rocks <laughs> okay. and straw. We need to bring this woman back. Like, yeah. you got to teach these kids to clean their effing room. Be like, hey, Frau Perkta's going to come get you. I agree. A, we need to bring back that old medieval style of parenting, I think. Absolutely. Fear. Right. <laughs> Fear wins over You're rewards. Get boiled in oil, little girls yeah. and boys. None of this, like, Michael, Michael, please pick up your room. Can you please pick up your toys? More like, yeah. Frau Perkta's coming for you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Pick that shit up. Pull your guts out. So check this out. Um, other legends uh, equate Frau Perkta with the legend of the wild hunt and say that she flies through the night sky attended by an army of lost souls, including the demonic-looking Perkton, her army of servants who are usually nearly indistinguishable from Krampus. Um, the only way to know for sure is its context. For instance, Krampus rides abroad at St. Nicholas Eve while the Perkton tend more toward Epiphany and the last three nights before Christmas, also known as the Berktal Nights or the Knocking Nights. Mm. So among many, uh, also among her army of the night are the souls of unbaptized children. And legend has it that if you hear the wind and thunder roaring and rumbling through the mountains on the Berktal Nights, you're really hearing the sounds of Perkta leading her wild hunt. <laughs> So just to kind of wrap up uh, Perkta here, another one, uh, another one of Frau Perkta's names is Holly, um, a winter goddess whose name means shining or bright, hence her association with Epiphany, uh, the shining night or the star of Bethlehem shone down. So her dual nature is expressed um, in the fact that there are both evil or ugly Perkton and pretty Perkton, both of whom you might find in your typical Perktonloft or Perkton Run in the Alpine regions of Europe. That's basically like a Krampus night, like a festival. Uh-huh. You know, like a festival in the streets. Krampusnacht. Yeah, so the pretty Perkton are all well and good, um, but I'm a bigger fan of the, the evil Perkton, obviously. <laughs> so there was also, I know a thing that said, um, I don't know if I put that in there or not, but the Perkton, the Perkton if you have unspun <laughs> flax, she'll also, uh, she'll also shit on your flax. <laughs> <laughs> To make it completely unusable. She's like, well, back. well, if you aren't going to use that flax, then I'm going to make sure you can't use it. <laughs> we've, we've brought back Krampus. We, get, we need to bring back Perkta. That sounds like a bad porn. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Perkta is fucking awesome. By the way, I think like... Basically, I was reading one thing that said, like, Frau Perkta was kind of like like that old, you know, goddess of the horned witches, like a mm-hmm. pagan deity. And then that kind of turned in. She had the Perkton, which, like, her group of people that Krampus was a part of. <laughs> and Krampus was kind of, like, pulled from that to become oh, a bigger deity, you know? Okay. So Frau Perkta kind of predates Krampus in a way. Oh, Evil German woman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, also, um, in Krampus, um, another uh, moving on to another little creature here is uh, the Yule goats. During uh, near the ending of the film, they're mostly uh, they're used by Krampus as his reindeer that pulls his sleigh. These creatures are large, bulky, and violent, covered with thick fur and sporting mountain goat-like horns and skulls for faces. Uh, they're seen rising from their hind legs and stomping on the ground or headbutting each other as a form of entertainment. <laughs> you yeah. guys like? Uh, 
They're cool looking. Yeah. I, I could see that. I could watch that all night. The bumping. I heads. thought they were elephants at first. That'd be fucking cool if you had those like pulling your sleigh. Yeah. If you were around here, yeah. Living yeah. yeah. Have them run over a few people. <laughs> all right. So the Yule goat or Julebachen is a creature originating from Germanic celebrations in the winter solstice holiday of Yule. Originally, the goat symbolized good harvests and the beauty of nature. But after the holiday season, it was appropriated by the Roman Christians, and they demonized the goat. Um, so following the appropriation... Way the to go, Christians. By, yeah. <laughs> we talked about... they were. Didn't you ask one time, like, what, why the goat for everything? Yeah. Because yeah. they, they're devil-like. It looks like Baphomet. Yeah, that does look like Baphomet. Mm-hmm. It, I'm like, what? Baphomet. Is that, a, is that a mint that you take to make your breast butter? No, that's Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> Baphomet is like our stickers. That one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the jewel bakken was used to symbolize the devil and was dragged around by St. Nicholas on a rope with effigies, also being made of it for decoration. And by the mid-19th century, um, the jewel bakken became more of a traditional gift-bringer character who would intrude into people's houses, singing and demanding and giving out presents. The creature of, in many countries of the world is still celebrated, but often portrayed as being a figure identical to Santa Claus. In some countries, haven't even taken away its goat traits. It's just another Santa now. See, they, that's why that's why they the, sterilized everything. That's why at the zoo. Goat traits. That's why at the zoo. They tore, uh, paved paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> 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 that's why at the zoo, Mike. When I was old enough to know. And I was getting high. I always had to feed the goats. Because look at their eyes. They're higher than a motherfucker. Have you ever seen an Ibex? No. Ibex is a, uh, in, like in the goat family. They got huge horns. They're pretty cool looking. I know an Ibex from sci-fi. It means interstellar boundary explorer. You would know that. I think that's a, that's, that, might, <laughs> that might actually be a real thing, actually. I think they call that a satellite. Yeah. Satellite? <laughs> So another awesome fucking creature in this one, Teddy Clue, is a fucking awesome. He's basically an evil teddy bear that he arrives in those packages, all gremlin-like. He's got sharp ass teeth. He's also got a head like the like the uh, the elf Sal in uh, Christmas Story, he where does. he's got the, the top of his head is cut off. Looks like one of those uh, look, look, look. Scare Bears. You ever seen those at the convention? Yeah, yeah. I see those. Scare yeah. Bears. They rip their face off. <laughs> there's a cool part in this movie too. Uh, there's a clip where um um. Aunt Dorothy, she stabs him in the eye, and a, a bunch of green blood comes Aunt out. Dorothy, yeah. <laughs> I think she also shoots him with a shotgun. At the so let's talk about Krampus in this yeah. one. By the way, awesome this is the, probably awesome. the coolest fucking Krampus there is in any movie. Uh, yeah, but he's but he's not like in the like if you look at old German illustrations of yeah. Krampus, it's a Christmas devil. He's green. He's got horns. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a human with you know the teeth, the nose. Yeah. Well, although yeah, he, he does, he, he does have horns. He looks more like a um, looks like a demented Santa. He, well, I was gonna say uh, a zombie. Yeah, this one has a lot of like folklore in it that it follows, but it doesn't really follow like the looks of Krampus. Right. It yeah. kind of yeah. does its own thing. Like, yeah. also, Krampus is a big, giant, like hulking character. That thing's right. huge. Oh, that's cool. He's got a giant hunchback. Yep. Claws. This girl looked like she had a goddamn beach ball on her back. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, he actually looks like one of those things from Dark Crystal. You remember? Yeah, the movie? Like, yeah, oh, the yeah. Looks like Dark Crystal guy. Yeah. Jeez, talk about a traumatizing film for a kid. That came out early '80s. I was little. Was it early '80s, Mikey? Yeah, that one was like maybe '85, '84, '86. Scared the shit out of me when I when I was a kid, and the, everything because they were just so weird looking. Yeah, I remember that one too when I was a kid. It didn't really, I didn't like the. Yeah. Was it like two years ago, they brought it back on Netflix. I tried to watch it. Uh, and it was you, bad? You lost me. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't do it. Couldn't get yeah. into it. Yeah. All right. So this is an, an awesome Delphine. scene when we, uh, yeah, for the, 
<laughs> so for the whole movie, we kind of get like um, like outlines of Krampus until this scene, like uh, uh, when the family decides to flee the house to an abandoned snowplow on the streets, uh, Omi stays behind to distract Krampus, who emerges uh, from the fireplace and attacks her with his bag of toys. Although we see Krampus many times before, this is the first time we really get a good look at his features up close, who appears as a monstrous horned creature with cloven ho hooves and hook chains bearing baubles with his name on each of them. Uh, Krampus also uh, wears a screaming Santa-like mask with long gray <laughs> hair and a long gray beard. Um, through the openings of his mask, it can be seen that he has uh, yellow eyes and a mouth full of sharp, jagged teeth. He also has long, claw-like hands with a couple of gold rings on each of them. He has dark uh, magenta or crimson red eyes and wears a patchfork robe trimmed with dirty white fur. Um, he's also got a very long tongue. Yet, an, yet, unlike in most other depictions of Krampus, his tongue is not forked. Ah. Yeah. I think they do the forked tongue in uh, in a Christmas horror story when the girls are trapped in the... You know what I'm talking about, Sal? Yes. In the, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but Krampus in this one is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, He's huge. And, and it's, it's no CGI. It's a guy in a suit. It's practical effects. That's why I love this movie. Yeah. 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 And they said that suit weighed like 70 pounds or something like it that. That's one of the bonus features. Yeah. It wow. It looks heavy. I thought it would be more than that. This is awesome when he opens up his bag, too. A bunch of little things pop out or nutcrackers and shit like that. <laughs> there's also, I forgot to actually put it into our presentation here, but there's snowworms going on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Kind of like in Dune, only these ones are snowworms. You never ever see them. That's one thing that's cool about this is they also give a lot of stuff like up to your imagination. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, um, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, not long after that, Mike was, uh, he got possessed by a Christmas demon. Mm. One of the 13 Yule lads. Sleepy. Sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> so not long after that, uh, Krampus uh, confronts Max and gives him a bell uh, bauble wrapped in a piece of his discarded letter. Um, and realizing that tearing up the letter was what summoned Krampus there in the first place, Max chases after the demon, catching up and interrupting one hell of a good time. Krampus knocked. Uh, Max honestly apologizes for losing his spirit. And although Krampus seems to accept his apology, he still tosses Max into the pit of hell. <laughs> <laughs> and this is cool too. When he's like looking him in the face, you could you get a good look at his eyes. He's got like kind of a like a crocodile or like a dinosaur eye yeah. going on, doesn't he? Yeah. The little kid thought he's gonna get away with some shit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not a happy ending. <sighs> yeah. So um, later on, after Max is tossed into the pit of hell, he uh, he awakens in his house on Christmas morning. And discovering that his family is alive and well downstairs, he thinks what just happened was just a nightmare. However, he unwraps a present to reveal Krampus's bauble, leaving the family with an ominous look on their faces, as memories of the historic—I'm sorry—memories of the horrific events slowly come back to them. The camera then pans out, revealing that the family is being watched through a snow globe by Krampus, along with hundreds of others in his collection. I love the ending of this. That's freaky, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's like a huge collection of families. Yeah, that was like in in uh, the Devil's Reign. Remember, all the souls were in that big jar. Oh yeah, yeah. that's kind of fucked cool. up. And actually, it was pretty cool. Um, they say that hidden among the various snow globes at the end are the Psycho House and uh, even Michael Doherty's own house is in there. Oh, that's neat. I like yeah. when they do that. Yeah, what a fitting tribute. So the movie's ambiguous ending has spawned two fan theories. Uh, one that the Ingles um, and their family are trapped in the snow globe condemned to repeat Christmas morning for an eternity in a twisted version of hell, 
or two, that they were given a second chance and the snow globe is Krampus's means of watching over them. Oh, I like that. E- either yeah. either way is just horrifying, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably more the second one. That's um, kind of what they... So although writer-director Michael Doherty has refused to confirm which theory is true, um, in the Italian comic book, uh, Shadow and Saint... Ni- uh, sorry, Shadow of Saint Nicholas confirms that the happy ending is actually the true one. So the comic has uh, murdered characters resurrected without any hint of a twist, showing that Krampus is willing to give people a second chance as long as they prove that they've learned their lesson. So unlike his grandmother, Max was brave enough to confront Krampus and prove he'd learned his lesson, which is why Max had his family returned and the grandmother didn't. So Doherty says that the latter is a cynical, albeit still possible, interpretation, which I think is a better one, kind yeah, of that they got a I second like chance. That. They're yeah. like, yeah. yeah. So when you think of it, like they were all killed for kind of not having a Christmas spirit, but <laughs> in the end kind of got a second chance to... Be right. better people. Right. That's what we were talking about. How is this kind of like a Christmas car- Carol type of movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a happy ending after all. That is true. <laughs> so did you learn your lesson? Does Krampus need to return, asshole? Yeah. You might maybe if he returns, he doesn't let you live again. Yeah. Right. You get one chance. Just I'm one. T- I'm telling you, I bet you when Mike was a little kid, he was just rooting and raving for the Grinch, man. Hell yeah, the Grinch yeah. was awesome, dude. Still sing the song. I agreed with the Grinch. I'm like, they're making. You're right, Grinch. They're making too much fucking noise down there right. in Whoville. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this also has an awesome soundtrack to it. Um, composer Douglas Pipes described his music as a collection of twisted Christmas carols. With a little bit of pagan influence thrown in there, he incorporated the sounds of chains, bells, bones, and animal skin drums into the score, and had choirs chant and whisper in different tongues. Do you That's have so these, Sammy? Cool. Fucking awesome! Yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, yeah, I have I, one of them. I would love to see uh, the, the art. I, I, I told you guys, the artwork on some of our stuff is so amazing. Man. Yeah, and being a former. Yeah. Uh, basic artist, I was back in the day. It's amazing, amazing thought. Sal, um, not a lot of people know this, but Sal drew the Mr. Bofo comics. Weeder <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I'm, jo- I'm joking, actually. I know the guy. <laughs> My, uh, I had a buddy named Joe Martin. His grandpa did it. Uh, oh, no the shit. Mr. Bofo yeah. comics. Yeah, it was real cool. Mr. Yeah, Bafo. He, he lived. Yeah, Bafo. Yeah, yeah one of those. He lived in a haunted house. I stayed in one time. Ooh. Pretty cool. But I'm telling you guys, next season I'm gonna Weeder man. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna draw you and Mikey. Uh, your own books of Charlie Brown's Christmas, and I'm gonna re- rearrange things, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you a spoiler. Alert. Charlie Brown's gonna fuck up some people. It's gonna be raunchy, cr- raunchy peanuts, <laughs> salty peanuts. So look out for that next year. Maybe we'll be able to give you guys a Christmas uh, horror, uh, last three rows of horror book. Wait till you guys see what Linus does to, to, to Charlie Brown's little sister. <laughs> Can Linus be dressed as like Krug from What's going on underneath the blankets, y'all? You don't want to know. No longer a security blanket. Oh, shit. So that's uh, Krampus for you. That's our uh, Krampus episode. Uh, uh, Man, unless you guys, yeah. I don't know. Anything else to bring up? Yeah, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening and streaming and uh, liking us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Instagram. It's been a great year. This is the start of something great with uh, my two buddies here. There's going to be so much more to come. Horror yeah. movies, folks. Listen. Watch it. Could I, can Enjoy. I, can I say one thing, Mikey? Yeah. Fuck COVID. That's right. Fuck it in its... That's right. And fuck Christmas, ass. too. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Christmas. <laughs>
Yeah, so that's all. Uh, thank you very much for listening, by the way, over this. I think we've done about 19 episodes this yeah. year, which is, yeah. uh, you know, the start of it. Right. Definitely going to do a lot more. We've got a lot planned for next year. And Mary I want to thank, thank you guys. You guys were the greatest. We had a great year. I had so much fun. I can't wait for next year, but oh, thank yeah. you very much for for great. How about, how about just a little spoiler for folks? Next year, possibly live podcast in front of an audience. Yes. Maybe. Yes. 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 No, maybe we have to. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, that's about uh, all we have for you in store for this one. Thank you. Thanks, folks. Thank See you. you. Later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.